we have Aaron today. Everyone seems extremely excited for this. What's episode. up, guys? What am I doing here, right? Huh? How did I? How did I find myself in this situation? Everybody, 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 type Pog. I mean, I don't know what to do. What's going on? Dude, yeah, I well, love region. Discussion. Welcome, Dyer. Welcome, Dyer. I've had. Oh, whoa! 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 Uh -oh. whoa! We are not allowed to say that ever. Whoa! Bro, some people come into my stream and they're like, "I, I swear to God, I fucking recognize you. Like, you play Diddy in Smash Four, right?" I'm like, "Bro, I, I I'm an Ultimate player." I, I don't, I don't know just what you're about. talking about. I've I literally been to a tournament. Like, Ultimate was my first it. Smash game. What? <laughs> right? It literally disturbs me when people it like. <laughs> Like, you can call me, like, you, off the bat, it's like, Dyer, okay, it's a joke. It'll be, like, people, like, for years now, yo, Dyer, what's good? Bro, I'm done with that this. That reminds me of the people that I'm convinced come out of a time machine and, like, show up to my streams and, like, yo, didn't you play Bowser Jr.? Like, what happened? Like, <laughs> Did you drop Jr.? It's just, like, where have you like been? five years late. Like, I just swear they were in a time machine for five years and they, like, were interested in Smash. They come out of the time machine and they're just like, yo, yo, Dyer, yo, Tweak, where's the Bowser Jr.? It's like, holy I shit. I honestly, I think, I think it's like a, I don't know, never mind, never mind. <laughs> I think it's like a conversation opener. Like, they know yeah. that you dropped Jr., People will get creative well, in the ways that they troll, try right? to. Like, they're definitely like a, trying to troll you, right? Yeah, it might be like a passive-aggressive, like, troll type of thing. Because like, <laughs> they know it, like, might get under your skin a little bit. Yeah, I don't, yeah. I don't think there's, it has any ill will. Yeah, I, but... I actually might be overthinking this, you know? <laughs> Maybe I'm overthinking it even more. It's shit. You're like, wait, where'd you get your time machine? Oh, my God. Like, you're trying to, like, track this person down, but they're just trolling you. Like... Yeah. <laughs> oh, you know what would be a fun topic? Uh... I actually I woke up on I woke up and I checked Twitter out you know bringing up, reading the newspaper you know checking out Smash News or whatever <laughs> horrible way to start your day <laughs> but it was funny because I didn't know this one tweet um, blew up where it was like honestly Smash Four doesn't sound so bad anymore and it shows like Game of Watch Ike Warrior it's like oh. showing some top tiers or, <laughs> or like it's showing like all the characters that are were bad in Smash Four but they're like broken in this game and. I, I just, I feel like a lot of people that tweet this stuff, they didn't actually compete in Smash 4. If you actually competed oh, yeah. in Smash 4, you don't know. If you think Ultimate's pain, you don't, you do not know. Dude, did true you see pain. the, um, I don't the know, tweet man. where I was like, "What if I was shielding, and I and I did? Or what if you were shielding and I did run up shield, and we're both playing neutral?" Oh yeah, yeah, that fucking meme. I still do that. Shield on Smash, yeah, yeah. That was like neutral in Smash 4. It's like, yo, run up shield. Run up shield, yeah. everything just. Which I mean, it was still fun, but, dude, like, Bayonetta was a physical like uh, her, her shit. <laughs> like literally she wasn't that bad. Like, let's be honest. No, she, she was perfectly fine. <laughs> <laughs> look, Bro. look, Smash Four having a more skill based play set er, made that game way better, regardless of Bayonetta. All right, if you're a better player in Ultimate, you're not always gonna win. If you're a better player in Smash 4, you'll probably win. That's how I feel, okay? It's slower, it's more methodical. Ultimate, 
A lot of flow charts, a lot of a lot of press and parry, you know what I'm saying? It's like uh I hate shield hmm. flickering, dude. Nah, I hate the rage it. was crazy in Smash. Rage, rage was insane rage in Smash. Was insane, yeah. So there, there were a lot well, of ways. That's why he said probably win though. Yeah, exactly. It would I feel like there's more jank in Ultimate than there is in Smash 4, even with the rage. Well, it depends on what how what you reclassify <laughs> as jank. It, yeah, it depends on what you think is jankier between so ultimate, the jank is neutral, and then in Smash 4 the jank is advantage state. Yeah, that's the perfect so, way to put it. So, yeah. so which one do you think is worse? Yeah, that's, that's I think al that's always the question. And I think people winning off of flowcharts and ultimate all the time yeah. pisses me off. <laughs> yeah. I watch people. Uh, look, I'm gonna say a name here. We're already getting spicy, guys. <laughs> that, whoa, everybody, whoa, chill out, whoa, chill out. Whoa, we're getting spicy. Chill Man, out. I watch Leon. I watch Leon play. No, hey, whoa, whoa, whoa. Away. I watch Leon play the exact same way against everyone, and it's not—it's not a bad thing. He's insane at it, but he plays the same. Go to go to a Leon set, same ledge trapping every time. Go to a Smash Four set. There's going to be a lot of variety in the options and stuff, right? And that's well, just one example. Goblin too. A lot of um, the flow charts you're talking about. I think what they're doing is they go into the set, they have a general idea, and it's yeah. like a, it's like an execution test, right? And a lot yep. of people fail the execution test, and they lose. Yeah. If you push them, and like say like I'm aware of this, this and this, they'll probably slightly change things as they go. And honestly, if you're competing in a tournament, having like that like flow chart where it's like I go into it with this flow chart and I adjust it depending on how my opponent reacts, you save a lot yeah. of energy throughout a bracket if you don't even have to like you know if you view it that Avert way. from it. Yeah, yeah. I, it's true. I I just don't find that style of competition as mentally engaging as I did in oh, Smash yeah, yeah. Four. Like Smash Four was definitely like more slower and like I said more methodical and like I had to think. But in in, in Ultimate, it's like I know you're gonna land with an aerial. I know you're gonna do this single hit on my shield here. So it's like I don't know. I missed playing around my opponent in like creative ways. I'd say. Yeah, and even um. I, one thing I personally miss, and I mean, just I guess call me old school, but I liked it when you had to kind of like work for your movement tech. You know what I mean? Like movement. Yeah. Bro. Movement was uh, achieved through grinding in Smash Four. Like there was, there's so many times in Smash Four when I competed, when I sat down and I um, the match starts, and within like the first ten seconds, I could tell if I completely outclassed the player. Um, just yeah. from just from movement, just from the sheer movement. I cannot do that in Ultimate because movement is so easy in Ultimate. Universal. So it's like it's universal. It's it's very universal, right? I, I guess that's a it's easy slash universal. So it's like I can't tell that. I didn't expect this to be a topic right now. I'm, I'm here for it. I'm so here for it. <laughs> I, I think it's just interesting, just because it's kind of like a lot of people, like even Hungrybox tweeted stuff about it. Like it, it's, it's just kind of blowing up on Twitter today or slash yesterday. So I thought it was like a pretty good talking point. And then we're we're all very experienced in Smash Four, so I think it's it, it definitely it's yeah. interesting because I feel like a lot of people who didn't play Smash Four as much, and a lot of people their first game is Ultimate, right? So they don't they don't even know what smash 4 was like so yeah i was thinking today maybe we'd we'd pick aaron's brain about his stream and his content grind because it's definitely like one of the most interesting things going on in smash lately and i guess Thank obviously you. it's clear that we both play diddy or something we could get into that at some point yeah i think um we could also i'm sure a lot of us might have specific questions for him maybe the chat has specific questions for aaron but it's probably just going to be mostly revolved around that i think that would go well um yeah what do you have going on lately aaron yeah so i've uh 
I, I took a little bit of a smash break. I was kind of blowing up in the uh-huh. directory. Took a bit of a break, and I've been playing waifu games. Um, <laughs> Xeno, Xenoblade oh. 1 and 2. Okay. Um, and I've been really enjoying that. It's like an escapism. Uh-huh. Uh, it's good. Very good. Amazing games. Everyone should play Xenoblade 1. So that's why you're um, here, to like shill Xenoblade to everyone. Yeah, surely that's why I'm here. I mean, that's <laughs> the shrine. Come on, that's not for nothing. That's all Xenoblade stuff. But uh, look, amazing game. And it's so, yeah, so I was blown up in Smash, and I'm just sick of Ultimate Wi-Fi, and I see a lot of people bitching and complaining on Twitter, like, oh, I hate this, I hate that. Never do anything about it. You don't like it, stop playing it. Take a break, right? Yeah. But it does help you improve. So you should play it. It just, um, you know, you have to understand, like, when your mental has truly taken a toll and when you need to take a break, like you said. Cause yeah, Because it's good to sure. put yourself in that, like, as terrible as Wi-Fi is, like, you have to work really hard to make it work because of how terrible it is. So like you said, yeah. like, it's good, it's good for improvement, but you really got to know your limits, too. I think you also just have to approach it in a very specific way. Yeah. A lot of people go into tournaments, online tournaments, and they're like, I'm going to place well. Well, first of all, you have to realize that it doesn't matter, and a lot of it is not in your control. Yeah. So you need to go into Wi-Fi tournaments with the mindset, I'm here to improve, I'm here to learn, I'm here to learn matchups, focus on that, focus on bettering my mentality. Yeah. And most of all, putting yourself in a competitive sort of environment to practice for when offline comes back. Because it's Helps been so with nerves, long, yeah. yeah, anxiety and all that. So that's why you enter tournaments, not to place well. That being said, there's still dog water, and I had to stop. So, yeah. as a content creator lately, I've just been um, branching out into variety, and it's more of a sort of a long-term thing for me. Um, I think that at the moment, right, I, I'm getting far less viewership, still good viewership, but far less than if I was to keep playing Smash. Um, and so I don't get that, I'm not getting that explosive continuation of, of, of subs, viewers, and all that. But what I am getting is a bunch of unique people from all sorts of games. So when I come back to Smash, I don't feel sort of anchored, right? You know, you look at someone like yeah. Hungrybox, and amazing streamer, literally an inspiration to me. But you see Hungrybox, and he's streaming only Smash every day, all day. If he ever wants to go into a different field at this point, it would be so unnatural for him. So me, as a budding content creator, I'm trying to sort of, yeah, like, set set the precedent that I can do whatever I want. I feel like it's, cool. it's like two sides of... of the same idea like for you it's like okay smash is like the foundation and let me branch out and create like my own identity and community from that and with hungry box like you said for, as an example it's like smash is the foundation and instead of like taking your approach it's like i'm going all out on yeah. this. so it's like a similar idea but with different execution and, I think and it's, it's good too like yeah. i think you can do it but i don't think that the potential is there for long term yeah right you but can't really you branch out. Too. Like, you know, either make the most of it while you can or, like, um, you know, the long mm. term, like you said. Yeah, for sure. So, yeah. That's yeah, even, uh, up to. even someone like Void, he established himself as Variety yes. before Ultimate, right? And, like, it's not weird. Like, he still gets number hits, but there's even some days where he gets as much viewership as he did in Smash in another game. And that's because he kind of, like, you take that hit early on, right? And you're just mm-hmm. like, okay, like, I'll take the hit early on. And it's just, I think it's really hard for um, streaming Smash nowadays because a lot of people just want to watch tournaments, right? It's it's hard to do s- stuff other than tournaments. Like, it's still possible, but that's what a lot of people want. And Wi-Fi tournaments, it's just, that environment's so stressful, right? Because even the way you out, like, your outlook on it was so good because it's like, you really want to go in with the 
perspective of just improving at a regular offline tournament that's not the case like you do whatever it takes to win because that's like how it is right it's more in your um, you control just, right yeah right yeah, for yeah sure. it's more your control but like uh, you know it's it's so weird to be in a competitive environment but like you're in that improvement mindset it's it's like a very weird mix and yeah. you, you 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 still want to do that in offline but it's more so about winning like you're going to play at your just you know you're just trying to win but in, in wi-fi it's such a mixed gray area right yeah, yeah, it's for a, sure. It's a clash of trying to make a competitive environment out of something that is way less competitive than it could be. Mm-hmm. It's, yeah, it's definitely difficult. There's, there's not really anything on the line when you're playing a Wi-Fi. Yeah, it's like, that hundred dollars though. Like, yeah, like even if they're prize, yeah. like even for Smash World Tour, like there's a lot on the line uh, because you do eventually get to go offline. And there's a lot of money, but at the same time, like for the qualifiers, so many people don't take Wi-Fi seriously that like. If you make it through, people just be like, okay, well, you beat this person on Wi-Fi, it doesn't matter. Like, there's so many factors going into, like, mm-hmm. you going offline that people are just like... I feel like a, a word that comes to mind is, like, artificial. It's kind of like... Kind of, yeah. Since there's so many Wi-Fi tournaments and there's, like, so much that's not actually on the line, like, it it feels a bit artificial in a way. Like, there, a lot of tournaments are made out to be more than they actually are in the grand scheme. I feel of like weeklies. Like yeah, they're, they're yeah. weeklies. Yeah, we talked about this one. Right? Yeah. Ch- Charles, I would actually love to touch on something you said. You said, like, people, like, feel like they need to do the Wi-Fi tournaments. And I think especially for, like, uh, like content creators in the Smash scene, you look at this, like, uh, you know, you go to the directory. Like, even right now, when I go to the directory... Wadi streaming a tournament, Hungrybox streaming a tournament. Dude, E-Sam. I know there's so many. How, how do yeah. you find them? Esam, Collision, Sharp, right? So, and and I feel like sort of a, an evolution for Smash that I personally want to take a foray into, and I hope that people follow, is like not feeling pressured to do these bullshit, shitty Wi Fi tournaments. Like, yeah. Tweak, for example, taking the initiative to do something else. Like, this is Smash content, but it's not the same bullshit, right? Like, yeah. people are getting tired of it, and it's not good for the competitors. It's bad. So I, you know, I, I'm looking, I'm always looking for new, new, funny content, right? Like, like last night I had like a Dr. Phil therapy session between Sharp and fucking Jake, right? I had, and, and that was awesome. That was really unique content, right? So yeah. I don't know, I, you know, I would love to see more of this, more of like, not, you know, soup bean, Shark, Shrek, fucking 53 $20 Amazon gift like come on like we're all that's it's it's getting a little tired at this point right? people like people camping with Sonic like timing people out like and like going going the distance for this $20 Amazon card Literally. Like, it's, like, like it's like like it's gonna change their fucking life like it's just like how, how much how much effort like we're just yeah. playing for a $20 Amazon gift card. Can we run at each other and just hit Nair and see what happens? Like, please. Yeah, bro. Like, I would just love to see some more variety in this for me, match. Like, even, like, branch into, like, more casual content. Yeah, like, not yeah bro. Not everybody is watching. Somebody is watching for them to be, like, a super good competitive player in the future. Some people just want to watch people have fun laughing yeah. playing Smash. Like, that's, like, their hobby that they enjoy, and they want to share that fun experience with a streamer that they see playing so like yeah. even people who don't like items or like playing with like final smash meter on or something like that like when people do like um like bets at all type things like when they're doing spectators yeah like, a lot of streams are engaged because they're like oh i want to bet too and like it, it builds like mm-hmm. a relationship between you and your viewers so it, it doesn't always have to be competitive content i feel like but i For understand sure. why people do it because they've seen the blueprint for success of people yep yep tournaments and then they're like okay well if i enter them and i do well then i will also be successful because they're 
they're scared to branch out and try something. Yes, yes, it's I so love accessible too. Like when it when it comes to streaming a Wi-Fi tournament, you you go live and you enter the tournament. That's it. Mm -hmm. um, so easy. You don't need to come up with an idea. Like, but one of the great things is like what you're saying with like the casual aspect of Smash. Is look at Smash. It has a lot to offer. Like mm -hmm. we're we're doing Smash related content, and the the game isn't even on the screen right now. Um, yeah, literally. So right, right. For me, I and think it, the reason I started taking this avenue is like, so my priority will always be like competing, like in like playing the game, like, mm -hmm. like just I'm trying to compete at your highest level, like, like practice. And yeah, all that improve, like be the best player I can be, like win tournaments, like that's like what I do, and that will always be the priority, and it's like never changed. Um, so like when quarantine first started and this like wi-fi tournament like phase started happening and whatnot um like i tried it of course and like it was going fine but i felt like really burnt out because i was like entering one like multiple times a week or something and i kind of just had to realize like you know like i can just dedicate myself to practicing like i don't have to do this and like, I think that that's a really cool niche that you that you fit. Like yeah. uh, we talked, I think I talked about this with you off stream once. Is like, when they tune into a tweak stream, they're expecting to see that high level, like try yeah. hard sweat for two and a half hours, like yeah. content, <laughs> yeah. which is necessary. Like you need you need people like you yeah. in the community. But and you know one thing I'm fucking loving about your stream is you know stuff like this, right? So like exactly because I can't, I can't bring this vibe if I'm focusing on practicing, which is my number one priority. So I have to, you know, dedicate a different day of the week or like a different stream to doing stuff like this. Cause you're not, I've talked more in these 22 minutes than I will, than I probably did yesterday when I practiced. Yeah, literally. So I need to do something, you know, different rather than like, you know, I just got to practice, man. That's what I do. I love that you feel that way. <laughs> Well, like it makes it it makes the gen um it makes the content genuine too, right? Because you're not you're not trying to be try hard at the same time trying to like yeah. talk and like form out this other stream personality or something. It's just like at the end of the day, when I'm practicing, I'm practicing, and then when I'm not practicing, I'm talking with my friends about Smash. And this is like here's my outlook, here's our outlook on specific topics, and it's it's like it's very clean cut. It feels very organized and it's genuine. So I think that's a huge plus. I feel like just the tournament general like tournament meta started being a thing because it was an i think right at the beginning of covid it was an interesting pov right because at all these big offline tournaments you see players pop off off like the the webcam right, or whatever right. right or or like the photographers they get certain pop-offs and stuff and a lot of people like that's the kind of energy that they can relate to right like winning something really hard or working really hard for something finally accomplishing it or yeah. being very sad or pissed that you know something didn't go your way these are all just like very relatable feelings and you never really got that direct connection to the player right but all these you know wi-fi tournaments happening all these top players that would usually compete in offline tournaments not competing in online tournaments while streaming you get to see like oh dang he just got robbed at zero. What's he gonna do? Like, is he gonna rage? Yeah. Is he gonna? Is he you know like I mean? me? Like, I right. throw my controller. Is he gonna throw his? Like, right, yeah. right. So you get to that perspective kind of gets fulfilled. But I feel, and I, I think that's one of the big reasons why it started popping off. But I do agree with Aaron, where I, I feel like a lot of streamers and content creators need to find different avenues for Smash. And kind of go back to like the older meta. Even you know, Nairo came back with his first stream, and all he did was play Elite Smash. You know yeah. what I mean? And I, I, that was really good. And it was on YouTube. The viewership was great. So even just seeing content like that 
was really refreshing. And it wasn't a Wi-Fi tournament, but it was more so just like hanging out, playing Smash, and having a good time, right? So I think Aaron makes a good point with like you know like you know like you need people to like set an example and like you know someone has to start the path first. Yeah, so, for real. Like, and for me, like it wasn't even me just like trying to like separate like because my idea like isn't even like to like separate myself from other content creators i'm just doing it because it felt like the healthiest thing for me to do because i just don't have the energy to compete in like a million tournaments a week and yeah like, but i still want to prioritize practice you know and like and i'm also just generally like taking ideas from like friends and family or like the chat and like it's like a lot more natural in that way i'm not even trying to like make very specific unique content i'm just doing like what works for me and that is so amazing that's yeah. fantastic i think i feel like a lot of the best ideas and streaming and content creation are kind of just like happy accidents or yeah, like exactly. like you said like you're taking your this is this is a better outlet for you than yeah. sweating for you know in a tournament which would make you feel like shit <laughs> yeah which is amazing because i you know i've known you for a long time now in the smash scene and like i've seen you like you know throughout the years like get really you know fucked up after losing tournaments and stuff we all we all are right but yeah. and it's cool that you're not forcing yourself to do that yeah exactly like i i love seeing that it's amazing yeah like i guess just like you know working with your schedule and i think maybe maybe some of these people have the fucking energy to do these tournaments but like <laughs> i don't know how long it's going to last too like you know like hopefully they like you know approach things that's another thing. You know, like, how long I is it going to last? Really great, though. Like, you know whose stream is fucking amazing, and I didn't expect it to be as amazing I as hope. it is? Waddy. Waddy. Let's go. Shit. Yeah, yeah It's just undisputable. He's yeah. just amazing. The goat. Yeah. is so funny. Like, yeah. I didn't expect it to be, like, so, like, like entertaining and, like, comfortable. Yeah. Like, I, I just didn't expect that. It seems like, you know what I mean? Like, it seems like he really has that pure mindset when it comes to competing. I haven't watched enough to know for sure, but it seems like he has that mindset where these Wi-Fi tournaments aren't end-all, be-all for him, and he's just working with what he got. Yes, and completely like, agree. It, it's way easier to say that than to actually try to do that because, you know, like, human beings... Executing have, that is so hard. Human <laughs> beings have their egos, like, winning and losing, blah, 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 but Wadi executes that, like, really well, it feels like. So on paper... We could all do these Wi-Fi tournaments all day and like everyone is perfect and we all like react healthily. But like honestly, I don't I don't think it's reasonable and Wadi's doing a great job though. Like and, and I look at Wadi and I'd say he's on a relatively like newer come up, like um in yeah. in like the past like two months, like exactly. he's fucking exploded. Yeah. And and you look at him and, and, and he does do Wi-Fi tourneys every day and every day. And if I had one critique for Wadi it's that his stream and his personality is so fucking amazing that I hope to God that he doesn't become, like, another Wi-Fi tournament every day. Yeah. Like, if Wadi steps outside the box, he's going to be big, bro. Like, he's yeah. going to transcend this community. Yeah. Like, and that yeah. is, that is like... I think you and Wadi are two birthday yeah. examples of that right now. And I Thank think, you. And you're already on I your way. I feel the same way. And you're already doing, on your way to doing that in the first place, so I don't even have to tell you what to do. Um, I appreciate that. But yeah. 
Yeah, it's, like, it's really insane. Like, in Smash, right? That's the main thing. That's or the main thing. Or even, like, in a certain category of Smash, like, Wi-Fi yes. tournaments in Smash. Like, exactly. I am, this is the only thing I can do. It's like, actually, you can do so many other things with Smash. You can be so much... Like, Smash content, you can be so creative with it because there's so much sides to it, too, right? Even, like, educational content, like, stuff mm-hmm. that I've been getting into and all that yep. stuff like that. Like, that's really cool. And there's there's so many different angles, like, comedy. There, there's so much different stuff you can do with Smash. And even branching outside of Smash, it's, like, it's so hype. And I, I feel like Pink could really go into detail about this but even um i've housed wadi a couple times you know hung out with him at tournaments stuff he's he's a very chill person so it very it seems very natural for him to have that mentality on wi-fi right where it's not like he, he's not super uptight or he's not getting like all stressed out at these offline tournaments like he's probably one of the most chill people i knew in terms of like mentality wise for competition so it kind of like makes sense and i'm pretty sure like i said pink can probably you know um go more in depth about that because he's competed and known him for so long right why do you be showing up to tournaments and he'd be like, who I got to play? All right, cool. <laughs> and that's like his whole thing. Like, yeah. he, has <laughs> he has to play. He's just like, all right, I'm about to play. And he don't know anything about the game. Like, <laughs> it blows my mind. Like, I remember in Smash 4, we were like, it, it might have been like 2019. I was like, dude, you could have up smashed out of shield that. And he was like, you can do that? I was like, wait. What you've, you've been no, playing for like five years? Like, this is a real. <laughs> you didn't know you could just you could just press up and A and it cancels your show drop frames. He's like, no, I don't even know how to ledge trump. I was like, <laughs> bro, that's a, so amazing. The dude is just match. He just he that just shows like the beauty fun. of Smash. Like you don't even. Yeah. There's so many unique perspectives that end up being like such like competitive successes, like Wadi, and like he doesn't even know some of the basics. It's pretty interesting. That's why I always love talking to like lower level players. Yeah, like they'll teach they'll teach you stuff, bro. Yeah. Everyone has like a unique perspective on what works yeah. for them. I think that's like what one of the things that makes Smash really hype too, right? It's just you you can you can kind of dissect the game and approach the game in so many different angles and be successful because the game has like that much depth to it. So, I think that that's always like one of the plus things about Smash. Oh yeah, people are mentioning like Mars's stream. Like that's another one where he is. I was gonna say that. He he isn't doing Wi-Fi tournaments or anything. He's just yeah. Pink, Pink was talking about more casual stuff. Yeah, Mars. That that's the perfect example. He's just doing whatever he feels like doing that day. It it doesn't even feel like scheduled or planned. It just feels like pretty like you know natural. Monkey Mondays, dude. Yeah, just (laughs) random stuff like that. Because he he has such a great personality, and he's like he can be a little quiet at time, like at times like at events and stuff. Once you like get to know him and talk to him, he is hilarious. Yeah, and I'm yeah. glad he is like stream budding and like you can see his personality starting to grow. Yeah, great, great guy. Honestly, at sure. first glance, like when I was like, with like I didn't stream much before quarantine. Like it, like I was kind of forced in a way, and like I had to figure out like what was best for me. Like at first glance, I thought like I don't know what to do other than Wi-Fi tournaments. You know what I mean? So I'm glad that like you know I took the time to like figure it out because. I feel like if anyone would look at like this guy is like just clearly here to compete and that's about it so like what else is he gonna do but it's glad that i'm like getting my i'm glad that i'm getting my own rhythm going you know and it's what you want to do that's the biggest thing i love that yeah as a content creator you should never force yourself into like certain specific things like that because then then the content won't feel genuine it won't feel you know what i mean like you you just start going outside in, in that realm and your audience is going to see it. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's, it's going to be, it's not going to be something you can hide very well. So 
Exactly yeah. like you were saying, Charles. Like it's 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 bad enough to limit yourself to a game. It's even worse to limit yourself to a subsection in the game. Yeah. Like yeah. you're just you're just like it, you're axing yourself, man. It's it's messed up. Like, yeah. We were talking before the stream. Like you want to keep your you know your options open for other games and stuff, right? Yeah. Like mm -hmm. like Vicky Kitty. I was mentioning her. You know, someone that's able to do multiple games now at a high level of commentary. Like some people might not even know her for Smash at this point because that's how yep. much. Yep. She that's that's yeah. how you know you're doing it that's the job. goal <laughs> yeah like and it's, it's like you said like how you're having like a different parts of your community from different parts of the games you've streamed there and like once you start doing like things like that and it starts like all combining into like one community like that's that's amazing you you basically set yourself up to be like limitless you can do whatever you want with your content uh somebody mentioned chippy in the in the chat and it's, that's another person who's been doing very well recently and it's interesting to me because i've been watching chippy stream for a long time because i like osu and I, I yeah like circles mm -hmm. and he used to be a top 500 player really some yeah yeah he's top 500 really fucking good at osu yeah he's Dude, really good wow and, uh, and I that game is fucking hard stream. like now i go into a stream and like the other day he was streaming osu and people are like you play this game? Wow, you're really good. I'm yeah, like, perfect. You don't even know him for that anymore. Like I didn't. I missed the Smash play. You, you too. Like you, you had no idea that he was top five hundred. Exactly. Like, you can wow. I was actually gonna ask Aaron though. Like, do you do you have like a set plan for like, like when you're gonna play Smash again? Because I know like off stream, I asked you about the World Tour. Actually, I don't know if it was off stream or not, but uh, I think it was. Uh, I was gonna ask you like, do you just plan to like just start playing Smash when that comes up, or do you have like a any ideas for the next month or two? So yeah, that's my thing. I'm gonna come back around the time that that sort of pops off. I've been okay. easing myself into more practice with it, but as as a, I mean, I've. Not to get too, you know, sad or whatever, but I, I feel like I'm kind of past my my prime here as a competitor. I mean, I was top level in Smash Four. Haven't really given it my all in Ultimate. I think I could do it, but I'm I'm more interested in venturing out into like being a streamer. Like I think that my personality, you know, through all these years, has been more suited towards like entertaining than competition. I get really fucking upset at myself when I lose, and I've always been that way. So. Yeah, I want to give it my all for the world tour, and I want to give it an all for like six months to a year when offline comes back. Because yeah. I know I can be top like 30, 20 in the world. I know I can. I've always had that potential. So I don't know. I I'm gonna start competing and streaming Smash more for Smash World Tour. <laughs> but I don't. I don't know. But also at the same time, like working on your yeah. content and kind of like because I feel like a lot of people they don't realize just in ter in terms of like as a player you you want to compete for as long as possible and even when you do find success you want to more so ride the momentum off the success to set up things for the future right like set up your streams sure. set up your youtube almost kind of you're not like it's not your retirement plan but it kind of is right or at least it's like a near future retirement plan where it's like okay well you know say next year you know Obviously, you you don't plan for this, but say next year you just get shitted on, like you just get bumped, yeah, literally. Right? Like, you don't know. You don't know. There's so, there's so much people that are insane at Smash. You actually just don't know, right? Like you're gonna try your hardest, but you never know. Maybe your character gets nerfed. Maybe a new DLC comes out and ruins your specific characters or characters you <laughs> like to play. Or God knows what's gonna happen, right? So yeah, for real. Um, kind of just setting up because it's like twitch and youtube once you get that set up and going, that's like safer, right? Because you're not you're like competing with other people on the platform in a sense for views and stuff like that but it's not like 
it's not like competition in a tournament where it's like, okay, well, literally only one human being wins this tournament and is first place. That's that's like literally it, right? There, you can have multiple winners on a platform like YouTube, but like in a tournament, there's literally only one winner. So literally, bro, yeah. Great point. Yeah, I, I noticed that we're all sort of outside. Damn it. <laughs> Who's Moa? Is it your? Is it your yard? No, it's my neighbor. Unlucky. Unlucky. <laughs> Get him on the podcast, man. Bring him in. We got a we got a star guest. I'm always wondering. <laughs> I'm always wondering about stuff like that. Like, if anyone, like, if any of my neighbors have seen me, like, what do they think I do for a living? They just well, like, see. Like, there's only a few options with a camera and a good a good setup. <laughs> <laughs> all I do does is play games all day. Yeah, like if if my neighbors like hear me like at five in the morning like playing Smash, like who do they think I am? Dude, that is so fucking loud. Give me one who second. Who do they think I am? <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, I thought Gavin was gonna like open the window and be like, "Shut the." <laughs> yeah, that didn't help at all. Gavin so you're an open door. window guy. It was already open. I think B did that actually. Okay. Okay. I mean, the weather's Fresh coming air. around, right? The weather's coming around. Oh yeah, no, it's really, it's really nice. I'm... Oh yeah, how's the weather everywhere? Because we're all different parts of the country. True. Dog Except water. Is it? Is it really hot? It's <laughs> disturbing, man. It's it's hot. It's humid. Why? Why do I live here? <laughs> oh, please, please explain that to B. B wants to like move to Florida or something because it's like cheaper. She's trolling. <laughs> She's help trolling, me. right? Help me! Help me! Bro, it's literally like it's intentionally trolling. Like, don't go to Florida. Why do you like help, New Jersey's help pretty? Me. It's pretty. I mean, you live in a good place, right? It's tight. It's tight. Cali, huh? Why, why don't we all just go to Cali? Uh, it's very expensive. <laughs> That's a good reason. But and, and I, it. it really sucks during COVID yeah, when we, it's like, I'm paying together, so much money to be in it. Cali and I just sit in my house. Fuck. <laughs> Ah, man. Yeah, that probably does suck. Just don't... I mean, bro, I mean, if you're going to go to Florida, just go to, like, Tampa, <laughs> Orlando. If you go anywhere, if you go not, anywhere else, you're literally it. trolling. I'm not letting her do it. I mean, yeah, it's literally I, I need up. your help. Hot and humid <laughs> is not a good combo. What's your, what's your dream location? Where do you want to live when you grow up? I have, like, a strange, like... <laughs> One of, my okay. biggest, one of my biggest reasons for telling B I don't want to live in Florida, I was like, what if there's like a hurricane and all of my Pokemon cards get destroyed? That was the number. That Valid was the, point. That Valid was the point. first thing what? I said. There's no way, right? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it could happen, man. It could happen. You know, you, know you can actually, there's a, you can insure yeah. like any, like you can insure your Pokemon cards. Like you can get insurance for your Pokemon cards. That's a thing. That is a thing. Yeah. Okay, maybe I have to look into that. But yeah, I, I'd rather. <laughs> I'm okay. Honestly, I think there's a timeline where I probably live in California right now. It's the uh, best, right? Um, I mean, it's just that's an easy answer. What part of California? Oh, I haven't thought that far, but same shit. Uh, I, uh, I mean, <laughs> I just wanted to start something. I just wanted to start right, something. I, I would want to live in California. <laughs> NorCal is a little bit more pricier, but there, like, there's opportunities in NorCal and SoCal. It just depends on what type of opportunities you want, right? I heard a lot of people in esports are going to Texas too. I was gonna Texas. mention that Texas it's like very nice. similar to Florida in terms of the idea, like Florida, Texas. I think B was talking about the Carolinas, like, like cheaper, like good for mm -hmm. like 
what we do, like content creation or something, um, just like makes sense. Just uh, so many. Isn't that we were, where Hundred we Thieves is? We were seriously looking at Texas uh, yeah. for a while. It's oh. viable nowadays. Yeah, that was about it. Texas um, went up the tier list, man. <laughs> it really has. It Texas has. Has come up, man. But, uh, the esports state tier list. In terms of like family and stuff, like Jersey is like the most reasonable thing. And now we have pets, so it's like I think I'm stuck here, for better or worse. Uh, I don't hate Jersey. Growing up, um, it's always funny. Like growing up, like especially like when you're like, you know an angsty teenager or something you like think where you live specifically is the worst possible place to live on the planet uh i always thought new jersey was like the worst and then like i've traveled a, like a decent amount now mm -hmm. and i'm like it's fine it's not incredible but it's fine like i'll i'll live here um, florida is still dog water and i've been oh no place. florida is like potentially my that's, least favorite. that's probably place. one of the exceptions I, <laughs> yeah <laughs> no you're 100 valid i i've been like Florida's definitely potentially my least favorite. <laughs> I, uh, Florida didn't have Disney World. I probably would never go. That's literally, like, yeah. Dude, I don't. I don't even give a fuck about Disney huh? World, dude. What? I don't care. We're not yeah, even talking about Smash. Disney magic. We're talking about all. <laughs> Can't sprinkle wow. Disney magic on this man. We're not, Get it out of you. <laughs> we're not even it's talking about Smash right now. We're about to lose all viewership and credibility. <laughs> no, no, hey. This is, hey, this is frame, we're listen, listen, no. exactly. Listen what to Pink. This is the this is the Aaron episode. We're talking about real life. Look, everybody, let's do a poll. Type one if you want to see Smash content. Type two if you want to see real life content. Look, I guarantee you want to know where Tweak wants we're to live. World of Light Nuzlocke. What would you? World of Light Nuzlocke. What would you guys rather know? Where Tweak wants to live when he grows up, or what he thinks about Diddy Kong's forward tilt? What do you mean? Come on. I'm 22 years old. Did he call forward deal? Do be, do be kind of broken. Yeah, and here we go. We're back. Yeah, here we go. Look at all these twos. It's a flood. Damn. Actually, yeah. I just want to say, just Chicago is my dream location. Okay. Not bad. It just, you might Yo, die. You know what? You might die. You know what area is crazy? Like, very interesting. It's cold as shit. Uh, Where? When I, whenever I go to like Shine, that area is uh, so, like Boston, it's mad expensive. Boston was nice. But if I didn't have to give a fuck about money at all, like, dude, that shit was cool. Boston's like a safe Baltimore. That's how I think of it. Okay. I don't think I've been, like, I, I still need to go to more places, but dude, Boston was kind of hype. It was just unique. Money's a, money's a big factor, right? Yeah. Just kind of like thinking yeah. about it too. Internet is a big factor. I think that's one of the bigger things about East Coast in general is the internet. <laughs> Um, cause I'll tell you right now, uh, <laughs> it's dog shit and it's been dog shit forever. My internet um, is actually worse than it was in my first apartment, but the first apartment was just such a terrible situation that like, I took this. It's actually the only thing that's worse than the, the apartment I lived in a year ago or whatever. I think I've lived in this apartment for like a year now. Um, yeah. Fuck Comcast. Oh my God. <laughs> Maybe you live with void, right? Charles? Yeah, void. Didn't you didn't you guys fix your shit recently? Or? They've gone through uh, like ten million it's, different it's a, things. It's a little bit more consistent, <laughs> but dude, it's like I just want to dead ass. I just want to be at a place where we pay like thirteen hundred dollars a month. Obviously, it's split, so it's like reasonable, right? But will we pay like we pay that guap? Like I want I want direct line. Like yeah. we're the only human beings on this internet yeah. line. Like that's <laughs> what I want, and that's what like I'm willing to pay for because. You know, in terms of just how everyone makes their money in this house, it's through content, and we need internet. We need like good fucking internet, and that's like 
worth paying for when you're a content creator and that's why even like places i've been even kind of contemplating like man east coast sounds like a good option or even midwest like i know some places in the midwest have really good internet and even for when offline comes back and we're traveling i think texas is kind of broken for like a smash player slash content creator because you're you're in the middle right so it's like you you don't have those shitty like east coast west coast flights that are like five six hours it's like oh you're just centralized and you have like a three-hour flight no matter where you're going in the u.s so that that sounds kind of hype like, oh right my new apartment is i keep forgetting this because like i haven't traveled because of covid my apartment is like 10 minutes from the philly airport it's actually like crazy that's broken yeah yeah that's broken that's gonna be very Being close to the airport is really sick. that's gonna that's be easy. very great when offline comes back i keep forgetting about that yeah, also, before you were like a forty, who that Uber hurt, man. Yeah. <laughs> when I visited you that, that one time, I was like, a lot of oh, money every time, uh, <laughs> you ever, you ever not go to a tournament because of the flight, <laughs> or is yeah. that just yeah. me? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I uh, there's yeah. been one, there's been like a tournament or two where <laughs> I got to the airport for no way, no cap, really, <laughs> for the tournament, and I was like. I'm going home. <laughs> You're trolling. You're tr- really? I've you got done, all the way there. I've done that before, yeah. I feel like at that point you're committed. I mean, you were packed and everything at the gate. You had your once, you had your, you your airport that, food. You're chilling. You walk up. Once you reach that like five six year mark, though, I think anything is possible. <laughs> like you just get fucking tired of this shit. Yeah. Like, wow, I've definitely bro. pulled up to the airport and been like, I'm turning around. I'm going home. <laughs> Like, Fuck you, this shit, I'm out. You just think about like fighting like Pac-Man or something, you're like, uh, <laughs> I'm going home. Fair enough. I can just go. I, I, I have a major fear of flights and, and like uh, I did at first. Being, in, being in the sky. Yeah. Not like, in my control. Ugh. I've like been, I've like flown enough to where I actually enjoy it more than like a drive. I actually have a, honestly, I'm just a pussy, but I have a huge fear of a lot of stuff like heights like dude yeah i have a terrible fear of heights even when i'm like going up an escalator like that's how bad this shit is uh i hate every time i drive like i'm just can't even function like a normal human being but at this point i actually like airports now like that's how much i've done it like it's like a comfort zone b and i occasionally like look to each other and like dude we kind of miss like being at an airport like it's been so long like paying twenty dollars for an airport meal you know yeah i kind of sometimes it it just (laughs) it's comfy though you feel like you're doing something yeah i I miss it yeah not when you got like 20 overlays and you're like okay spending 16 hours it took me a while to have that really terrible experience and i'm like okay i get it now like like when you're like you know in the same spot for like 24 plus hours just waiting (laughs) if like it's canceled or delayed yeah it can happen. I get it. I get it. I do have one place, like one type of vibe I'd like to possibly live in in the future. Like one, when I like retire or something, like I'm like an older man Japan. or something. Actually, I've considered living <laughs> in Japan maybe, but. Um, Every gamer's dream, man. What, what What's that one area like uh, Smash and Splash is in? Is that Wisconsin? Yeah. Sometimes when I was like driving around, it's like so empty and like beautiful and nice. I was like. Maybe I should just like live far away from everything, like have no internet, like just like become like a, like a a guru. Like yeah, one of those like badass Hermit. people. You know how like there's like those people in like media and like anime or whatever where they're like they like live in the middle of nowhere, but they're like mad powerful and like mystical. Like <laughs> I want to like I want to like potentially become like that one day. Like someone like occasionally stumbles upon like my like house in the mountains and they're like oh my god it's 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 tweak like can you take me under your wing and like can i be your student and they like 
they like come back to the Smash community like the best player ever. Like, like maybe that'll <laughs> happen someday, you know? I, I'm, I'm gonna I be the you. best. Seek out the Smash Sage tweet. Yeah, like he lives, he lives in, in Wisconsin. Wisconsin. <laughs> you don't think epic badass Sage in Wisconsin? Yeah. I think of that cheese. Was a, that was a bad example. I'm sorry, but like, Tweet's just sitting on his porch eating cheese, and the guy yeah. like just walks up, is like, "Are you Tweet?" Yeah. <laughs> I'm just like, I'm just playing Pokemon Go on my phone, like eating well, with what internet, bro? Oh shit! <laughs> play Go, can't play Go. You have the cards though. No, yeah, you're 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 playing like old school, like your Game Boy Pokemon. <laughs> or Tweak's just looking through his Pokemon card collection, just flipping through the cards. Yeah, like, I'm, just, I'm just like, I'm not gonna teach you Smash or anything, but do you want to see this like sick Charizard I have? Like. <laughs> What's your collection at right now, price-wise? Let me let me show you something. Uh-oh, shouldn't have asked that one. Sorry, guys. I stepped into a dangerous zone. <laughs> Gavin's got stack on stacks. Yeah, I bet it's a little disturbing. <laughs> it's... Uh-oh, pink nose. <laughs> What's up? Are, are you planning on getting stuff graded, Gavin? Oh. Yeah, so God. I don't know what I'm looking at. Is that, like, $20 or... <laughs> Add a couple more zeros, probably. How, how much? Come on, you I can actually, flex. I don't know, right? I actually stopped ever since, like, you know how Pokemon cards have been like crazy lately. Mm-hmm. I, uh, I like stopped. And, what like, are those at? Chat, come on, somebody tell me. I pay. Yeah, I'm pretty I, sure I, chat. Knows. I wasted so much money on Pokemon cards, and I pay a lot more money for like bills and like the rent here. <laughs> I'm becoming an adult, all right? Like, whew. until Pokemon cards calm down. Or until I randomly become a millionaire or something, I'm taking a break, alright? I have it won't be random. I'm, I'm getting disciplined. You can ask Charles. He visited me one time a long time ago. Oh we my to, god. We went to Walmart and bought everything. You have to dude, call it was, dude. I spent so much it's... money, my bank thought someone like stole my shit. <laughs> this is a funny story. <laughs> so so uh, I visit I visit Gavin. So me, B, and Gavin, oh, we oh, go sorry. to Target. I forget why we went to Target. I think it was for Pokemon cards specifically, right? So they, <laughs> there's this rack of Pokemon cards. And Gavin's like, okay, um, I want all the Pokemon cards on the rack. I'm like, <laughs> I was like, holy shit. And like, okay, so I've collected Pokemon cards, but the last time I opened a box of cards, I I had to have been... We took God, like two dude. hours was, opening everything. <laughs> it, was, it was a very long time ago for me. So I, I haven't had the joy of just like busting packs yeah. for a long time, right? Yeah. So I'm it's just therapeutic. Like, okay. Right, it is. It's definitely. It definitely is. Right. So it's just like we went up to the we went up to the aisle, and Gavin's like, "Oh yeah, I want this one pack." And I'm like, "Okay." So they have like a fully blown like there's like sections on sections in this cardboard like box. Yeah. Box. A display box. Like yeah. a display box, and it, it has so much packs in it. And Gavin's like, "Yeah, um, I think I'm gonna get all of them." And then he starts grabbing the one pack at a time and putting it in the cart. I was like, "No way, bro!" Like, Dude, if you're gonna buy all of them, I just grabbed. The yeah, the box. I was like, "I was like, you're buying all of it. You should get this cardboard box too." I don't know. What Walmart has to say about yeah. that? I just put it in the, I put it in the cart, dude. I just grabbed the whole thing. I put it in the cart, and then we were, we we were checking out. And it was one embarrassing. Of the like, I, I'm dude. just an idiot. I'm just an idiot. That's all it is. So we're checking out, right? And this lady's just like mind blown, right? She's like, holy shit. You didn't She's go like, to self checkout? No. No way. No cap. You interacted with a human. No way. No way, bro. No shot. Literally. Yeah, so cards, right? Pikachu <laughs> edition three. Pikachu edition four as well. Pikachu edition. Literally for like an hour, bro. Dude, it was crazy. There was like multiple people, bro. 
there's you're trolling! There's a line behind us, Honestly, so there's people going, that, like, are... That again. I regret it so much. It was so embarrassing. And then my card got declined, bro. My card and it held up got the line. declined. It held up the line. <laughs> On top of that, the person working asked... She was like, oh, are you are you doing this for, like, a charity for, like, a children's place or something <laughs> like that? And say then, that? You gotta feel horrible at that point. not say that. And I was just like, uh, no. <laughs> I do not even remember that. What are you talking about? It's for me, bro. It's yeah, for me. $700 of kids' cards. I don't, I don't know if you heard it, Gavin. Because I remember I was like kind of standing in the front, but she asked that. And I was just like, I was like, no. This is pride. And your card got declined? I'm the worst. Yeah, I had to call my bank. They're like, did you just spend like whatever X amount of money? It was a ridiculous amount. It was Oh, I, yeah, I can't even remember. She's she lying. Say? No, it was like, I'm it was like Eight thousand dollars! <laughs> she didn't see. It, no like, it was like fifty dollars, bro. Yeah, <laughs> I tried to Okay, it was anywhere it was anywhere between one point four to two thousand dollars. It was fucking two thousand dollars. I think it was like one point four. It was two thousand dollars. Just to put it in perspective, and it's crazy because B was like telling me the whole time she was like have you ever opened this much packs? I was like, I was like, no, I'm super hyped about this. She was like, you're not gonna be hyped after the first hour. I was like, first hour? I was like, I was like, there's no way it takes. Cause like even for me, my personal experience, like the most packs I've ever opened in my life is maybe a box or two. You know, a kid on Christmas opening a box of Pokemon cards. Pfft, Shred through that shit in like 10 15 yeah. minutes. Nothing. Whatever. Yeah, I right. Just... After like two hours, we're just sitting on the ground. There's just fucking Pokemon card wrappers everywhere. Charles wanted to stop. That's how long it took. And he was like, he's like, I don't actually want to do this anymore. Like it, <laughs> that's how long it took. I remember it no, was I, he, insane. Didn't, he didn't like want to stop, but he like was like, damn, like I need a break. Charles pulled our money card. Yeah, I think Charles got some of the best pulls. Yeah, you pulled it, it was super card. fun, but yeah, it gets to a point like, especially yeah. for me, because I've never like opened tired, that many packs. Bro. I was like, I was like, my hands hurt, like <laughs> my back, like. Oh, so did like, you sell oh, them like, or no? Okay, we actually like, we like we like almost like set up a whole business of like selling duplicates, but we just haven't gone through with it yet. I think mainly because I think mainly because of the shipping thing. Like, we're not like too familiar mm. with the process of it. But you know what we did sell a lot of and make a lot of our money back with? We sold a lot of the code cards for Pokemon Online. Oh, really? Yeah, so that that helped us a lot. That it was like, like How much do those go for? You get one in every pack, right? Well, we just would sell them in bulk to like a person at a time and it just add up. Um, yeah. Some of them like aren't even a dollar, but it just adds up. Um, yeah. So that kind of fueled our addiction to like keep spending more money on cards because we would make some of the money back with the code cards. But uh, we haven't sold the dupes that I would like to sell. I remember even as a kid, like I'd have so many duplicates of cards and stuff, and like people would want to trade with me. But I'm just so fucking greedy. I'd be like, no, honestly, no. I'm keeping. You need these... those seven bell sprouts. Like exactly. you need that. <laughs> I think you could I've also always been do... like that. I don't know. I think a more like lazier route, if you want to sell, you could do lots. If you ever heard of lots, where like oh, are, yeah. like, oh, well, it's like like a hundred random cards but 10 of them are like hollowed from this pack or whatever and you like 
make custom you know what i mean so you get rid of them in bulk at random yeah. and it's just like a set price or whatever that that's like an easier way to do it instead of like singles where you're like okay this card's like let me look up this price of this card okay let me look at the price of this card okay like you yeah. can like literally look at the price yeah. of like the set average and just be like okay like a lot will be this much money and then that's kind of cool yeah. i think do you think i went to target yesterday oh what's up wait, wait, wait. do you think you spent more Don't money on Pokemon cards or One Piece Treasure Cruise? Ooh, that's a tough one. That's that's that one's pretty close, but I think I still think it's Pokemon cards. Bro, just is that like a fucking mobile game? Yeah. <laughs> don't, Aaron, don't game. play it. Don't play it. Do not, Aaron. Do not download it. Do not. I mean, it probably has a shit ton of spoilers, right? Okay, well that, but like, uh, yeah. Once you download it, your your life's over. It's just over. I mean, what's the gameplay like? Luffy like walks around and like, like what? It's like fucking like turn base. You you set up like a team of like six people and all the. You build... play it too, Charles? No, no, no. no. He's probably seen me play it. <laughs> okay, he's uh, a team. Play mobile, dude. It's like a team and like they all have like typings. It's like fucking Pokemon, like team based, like strategy. It's yeah. It's like rhythm with like like doing the attacks Ooh, and shit. It has okay. It's, it's the sickest. Aaron's like, wait, I like that. It sounds fun. It <laughs> sounds the, actually fun. It's the sickest mobile game ever. And dude, it's free to play. It's free to play, bro. It's free to play, yeah. but you've spent seven hundred and fifty thousand dollars on it. <laughs> How much have you it's spent on? Be honest. Tweak talks. If my, <laughs> if, let's just say my dad fucking hates me. <laughs> My dad. seven thousand over under seven thousand. Um, I I honestly, I'm usually like really chill talking about money, but like dude, that, that <laughs> okay, shit, yeah, yeah, that's just it's way, a lot. It's embarrassing. <laughs> but life, it's fun though. My life is ruined. I could have saved up. So okay, much money. never mind. It's not fun. His life is ruined. Okay, <laughs> never mind. Ruined so life. Much money. I only just started being an adult. Like, like <laughs> saving money. Like. A fucking month ago, dude. I would do the same <laughs> shit if like, I was you, to be honest. It's it's fun, dude. Like you gotta live life. Like have a hobby. You could yeah. sell the account. No. <laughs> no. He doesn't want to let it go, though. He life does. no longer ruined. We have the option. There's the Pokemon card greed coming out again, <laughs> dude. I had every legendary unit except two at one point. You know how much money you have to fucking spend. No, I would love to know. Oh, I, I, actually, I actually don't know. Let's move on. Yeah, <laughs> moving on. <laughs> Diddy Kong? You know the yeah, drop rates? Like, Diddy Kong, I love that guy. I don't know the drop rates. It's like point zero zero zero. Shit like that, dude. One. It's bullshit. It's gotcha shit, dude. It's Fuck. a fucking gotcha yeah. game. Diddy system. <laughs> dude, I went to Target literally yesterday for like just like a couple groceries and B wanted like a rug for this, the like a room. And we went to like I always I you always gotta look at the card section. You just yeah. It's been a while since I bought anything, but you always you looked look. at them. I there was not one product. Yeah. And there I actually a, went to Target three days ago. Not one card either. Dude. Yeah, they're they're sold out everywhere, bro. Yeah, and then there's ah. a sign that says like they're limiting it, like the quantity per person. I'm like, even if there was, I'm so like disgusting when it comes to Pokemon cards. I can either buy everything or I'm not buying anything at all. I'm not buying fucking two packs. You think I'm stupid? What kind of, what enjoyment am I going to get out of that? See, Tweak, this is why it was a bad idea to put me on this cuz you said I went to Target for groceries. I'm 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 asking I'm I want to ask you what groceries you get. Like I'm just curious. Like what grocery Are not you guys curious in the chat like smart food? Uh, yeah, like I'll, what does Tweak I'll, get I'll from show, the grocery I'll store? I'll show you what I got at, at Target. <laughs> Ooh, okay. Okay, we're getting They're a showcase. Let me just reiterate. 
you got caught by the gotcha. You got got by the gotcha. That's so tough. Two thousand dollars. Genshin hasn't even has Genshin even been out for a year yet? No. Jeez. <laughs> like less than a year, bro. Yeah, that's insane. Tweak has got to be the biggest Pokemon fan that I know. I, I don't think I know anyone that's more yeah, of like. Smart okay. <laughs> okay. We been new. We see, been see, big brain Gavin. Why is so, he big brain? So you smart. got popcorn. I got popcorn okay. And I got my favorite chips, baked ruffles. Not the baked. Disturbing. Yeah, with the baked tech. Oh and then my guess God. what I did when I got home? I ordered food. That's what I did. Yup. Yup. Oh my God. Grocery <laughs> shopping. I'm putting all this shit back. Okay. <laughs> Tweak is definitely still learning some of the adult meta. You know, grocery yeah, shopping doesn't necessarily mean uh, two bags of chips and popcorn. But you know, it's taking a start, it in right? waves. We're taking it in waves. We're taking it away. At least he went to go get step. it. Yeah, one step at a time. One step at a time. <laughs> I can't even. I can't even front and be like mad at Gavin because I definitely spent a good amount of money on League of Legends and Hearthstone. And yeah. Like, oh, yeah. dude, when I was younger, it was bad. It was. I only spent only spent like a little over a thousand on League of Legends, but I think same actually. I was reaching. Wow, you guys are disgusting. How could you do that? <laughs> what a waste of money. Every I remember oh, a new God. expansion would drop for Hearthstone. I would buy a hundred packs. And if it did, yeah, that little like special needed, they had or whatever, right? Yeah, like yeah, the fifty pack. If I needed, I would just buy more until I got what I wanted. Well, do you more, do you, do you guys regret fun. these decisions or did you have fun? Yes. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I regret every penny. I want to sell my League of Legends account. I want to, bro. Uh, yeah. Yeah. But, yes, bro. But if, if you I didn't, did, please... you might you might not have ever known. Like you might not have gotten like the whatever you wanted. Bro, but, I don't know. I. It's flex hour, right? I've spent like fucking, I've spent like I don't know, like fucking five hundred dollars on oh, Animal Crossing cards. Like it's disturbing, Pokemon, man. The Pokemon card market is—we are so down bad for any sort of collectible card. Like, look at even Animal Crossing is way too much. What's it's happening? ridiculous. What is that? It's like it's transcending to different fucking like things. It's not even just Pokemon. I'm not gonna lie. I saw the Digimon cards come out and I was like, dang, I want this. Wait, they, got, they got Digimon dude, now, it's, it's so hype. It, I look at the cards, they're so fucking hype, dude. I, I'm, I'm about to start buying fucking like baseball cards. I'm so down bad, dude. Yeah, I, bro. I need, some, <laughs> I need something. I need that serotonin, please. I need to scratch the itch somehow. Some baseball cards go for some fucking egregious oh, yeah. amount. Oh, like, yeah. uh, uh, Rookie cards, like, like if a, a rookie 000. card of a successful player, like it's like insane. <laughs> it's actually crazy. Dude. I remember spending all my money. I would uh, even when I was just younger, like right out of high school, I would be working my construction job, get the paycheck for my construction job, and just straight all of it into Yu-Gi-Oh cards. I'd just be like, bring the whole paycheck all into Yu-Gi-Oh or Magic, Dude. all into Yu-Gi-Oh or Magic. Like, yeah. You saw my crazy Yu-Gi-Oh collection when you visited me, right? Yeah, yeah, it's. It's nuts. Oh my god, that's another. We have well, how many? How many things have you tapped into here? We got One Piece, Pokemon, Yu-Gi-Oh. That's that's What's the, that's the bulk. That's about it. Actually, that's wrong. Uh, Yu-Gi-Oh, <laughs> Yu-Gi-Oh Duel Links. Duel Links, yeah. That's Duel Links was the another. online one, right? Yeah. Yep. Yep. And um, I've I've been playing Pokemon Go for a little bit now. And There's I, no way, right? I, like, what I, do you I, even? I've already spent money. Yeah. What well, do you buy I, on Pokemon Go? Like what? You buy, like uh, incubator. What a rookie and... question, Aaron. <laughs> Can you, you buy something that'll make me walk around? Because I'll download it. <laughs> I'll download that right now. Honestly, dude, Pokemon Go is a great game. I'm gonna, 
I'm gonna be ripped at some point from this game, bro. <laughs> You're just like come to the next I'm tournament, gonna, like just to the, I'm gonna show up to the next tournament, and no, it's just gonna be my legs. Like, like it's insane. I'll download it right now. What happened to you? Pogo happened. Dude, yeah, honestly, when the game Use first the came out, that shit was garbage. But this game is hype. This game is okay. so hype. Yeah, I think Pokemon Go is a really good game. Okay, okay. And I feel like you can spend like twenty dollars a monthish or so and be fine. Like you don't have to like <laughs> See, go super happy. It's not like God. You hear that beginner mindset? That's just twenty dollars. You know, then it's only thirty. You don't do raids like me though. You don't do raids like me though. <laughs> so what's the what's the total amount per month on DoorDash, everyone? I'm. Oh, that's my. Dad, my yeah, my oh, dad hates dear. me for that. Shit. Too. I hope you. Come on. What? Pink, come on! You're not on the DoorDash wave. You you tell me you actually cook your meals. Get get you away, get away from us, dude. <laughs> <laughs> All right, my be. We're smacking. <laughs> oh, like you start cooking and stuff. It's weird. Yeah, I've yeah, been I, getting I, into cooking, but man, I, I I do a pretty good job at it. Void Void does a lot of DoorDash. <laughs> oh yeah, he seems like a DoorDasher. <laughs> yeah. Oh yes, yes. If I if if it wasn't for B, I don't know if I don't know if what what's the point of having a kitchen? Does B, does B cook often or no? We still like cook night? way too yeah. much. But yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If there's any order within the house, it's probably because of B. Yeah. <laughs> Let's just put it that way. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Dude, remember two weeks ago when she went to, to was it last week or two weeks ago when she went to Long Island and we just looked at the bed and we we're like, she's gone. <laughs> like we, yeah, no, she's we didn't that, even dude. have to ask. And now we see the bed and it's like, she's back. Yeah. yeah. Welcome back, B. <laughs> Sigh. Yeah. See, this, this has been this has been a good time talking about stuff. Yeah, life stuff. It? You know, it's not it's not Smash Talks. It's Tweak Talks. You know. Literally, literally. Yeah, yeah, it is. Step one: branching out, yeah. learning about Tweak, learning about us all. Honestly, probably would have been better if they didn't know these things about me, though. They, everyone <laughs> probably hates me now. Like this guy is a fucking mess. No. I think it's definitely more relatable than you think. Exactly. Yeah. It's a lot more that. relatable than you think. Um, okay, I, I know everyone in this chat. If if you were offered a fucking Pokemon card pack, you would fucking pay for it right now. I know all of you. I know it. You know, just one like, pack. Someone's like, you know, there might be a Charizard in here, bro. You know you're gonna buy it. Does every pack have like that hard hitter? Well that's the thing. There's like individual sets, but there's always like the money card. Some sets have more why is like, everyone saying no? You guys are lying. Like, like, you wouldn't pay like $3, $4? You just gotta find what they would pay for, you know? Like, yeah. Depends on the like, Amiibos. They all have their thing, yeah. Yeah, yeah. everybody has their like niche that they like or to something. Collect. Like, I'm seeing pop figures. Okay. What's all? Cringe. Oh, I'm Cringe. By the way. I don't, huh? I never got into that. Let me get Nendoroids. Nendoroids? Oh, wait. I'm Look at Marcus's background. That is exactly what I said. <laughs> Oops. Look at it. <laughs> when I started collecting them, I was going to collect more, and then I saw Nendoroids, and I was like, yo, these joints are kind of crazy. It's like $50 free. You know, what, you know what B is always doing? What? Oh, stuff, those are nice. Stuff like this. That's, whether, that's it's, cool. whether it's small ones like this or, like, you know, like medium size. Dude, there's a, a blizzard. Blizzard announced like a, a two foot tall art like Lich King statue thing for a thousand dollars, and I was just like, "Damn, dude, that looks so hype!" But it's a thousand dollars. Fuck that. <laughs> the sign See, language. Thing? There's like a bit of a uh, secret guest in your background there. 
It's always a I don't even guess. think it's a secret guess. Boyd is actually like for sure shown up in every episode, I think. Has he really? I, I, I think, Boyd cameos are consistent. I think Void has shown up every... For people who are listening to this on Spotify, damn, you're never going to get to see Void every podcast. This is yeah. on Spotify. I didn't even know oh, that. Yeah. Pretty recent. Pretty recent. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah we're, we're cool like, like that, so. <laughs> we're, we're working our way up. Dude, it's, you, know, sp- uh, you know, advancing the meta, you know, yeah. it's, it's not just YouTube. It's not just Twitch. There's, there's is... Spotify and professional podcasts we had so many ideas going into this episode you know we're so planned and scheduled we actually had no idea what we were going to talk about today literally bro yeah yeah i don't know which is it, it's funny because that's usually the case <laughs> we'll like kind of have like a general direction but it's more i scrolled up in the discord and i saw i was looking oh you know oh snap caught red-handed <laughs> shit yeah. <laughs> time. What uh? Yeah. Topics for tomorrow. Yeah. Oh. Uh, Thirty minutes right. before we go live or something. <laughs> Luigi? No. What are we talking about? That's <laughs> awesome stuff. That's character. my favorite character. Let's talk about Luigi. Luigi is cool. Let's talk about Diddy. Tweak. Come on. All right. Actually, oh, yeah, we probably yeah, should. We talk about the monkey. Here, here's a hot take. Top uh-oh. five in the game. Uh oh. Uh oh. Uh oh. Oh, wow. He's not top five, but he's top ten, I think. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Why didn't you just start off with that? <laughs> I mean, you don't agree? You don't agree? Maybe. I, I think it's so hard to play. So it's really hard to say. Diddy he Kong just has is... really hard matchups. You, like, very you know what I will say, hard. though, oh. that like, goes along with what you're saying? Broken as fuck. Like, yes. Yeah. So broken. He, he, like, shits on relevant characters. And yes. I remember I, uh, I almost beat... Shuton at Frostbite, last hit down to the wire. Went to losers. I went to losers, fought Rido, triple three stock. Literally, <laughs> literally triple three stock. That's like some matchups are just matchup. unplayable. That's like his worst matchup. It literally is. For no, like Duck Hunt, why? Like why is it? Why? Why? I mean, he's just a guy with a hat. <laughs> yeah, did he? He's just a guy with a hat. <laughs> just a monkey with a hat on. I don't know. He beats, There's just like yeah. Pac-Man's like a concerning what do, you, what do you expect from from Pac-Man? him? He doesn't even have pants on. Or Can shoes. I read this from the from the chat? Pac-Man. I thought that Aaron was just some Diddy Kong main that jumps and screams on his bed, but now I've realized he's cool. Thank you. That's, that's, that's the sweetest thing ever said by a human being. So yeah. sweet. <laughs> Honestly, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> but hey, you, you got to know me. Thank you. Appreciate that one. Isn't Twitch chat great? So yeah. Many cool interactions. I think the the most interesting <laughs> thing about my perspective and Aaron's perspective is like Aaron is more of like Aaron's been playing Diddy for much longer. Like I've more so dedicated the time like in Ultimate specifically. So there's just like there's definitely a bunch of like unique things to talk about. Yeah, and you're already better than me. <laughs> Bro, it's crazy. Like, it's what you were saying about, like, differing perspectives. Like, you you literally, like, innovated Z-Drop Aerial Neutral, which is insane, because why weren't we doing that? But you you started doing it, and now it's like, wow, I can never look at Diddy the same. Yeah. It's literally so broken. I think there's a lot of small changes from 4 to Ultimate where I think you really got to get creative sometimes. Yeah, for sure. It's not just because, like, something is better than the other. It's just keeping your opponent on your toes because ledge trapping isn't the same there's a bunch of small things that um are different about the core gameplay to where diddy really has to make the most of all like the tricks up his sleeve i think yeah, yeah. i think it's uh 
it also helped that you weren't a Smash 4 Diddy main too. I think yeah. that perspective helped because like the Diddy's from Smash 4, they might have been looking at it at a certain perspective where you brought in like just a whole another light to yeah. all the different tools that um is available. So I think that was also a really big deal. Yeah. That's true. I still find myself trying to fucking glide toss to be honest with you. But... <laughs> Oh, I forgot it's... that was even a thing. Yeah. Jesus Christ, that was broken. It made up for God not having damn. like running tilt and stuff. So, yeah. In that game, that that's why I didn't play Diddy in the beginning because I was like, dude, he has no glide toss. Like, <laughs> what the fuck do I do? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Remember down tilt, uh, grab or F smash or whatever. What was the mix up on shield? I forget. Banana down tilt yeah. or banana grab. Right. I missed right. that. <laughs> or even like uh, smash attack throwing the banana at shield so it would like go down instead of up yep. that was like a big one um there, there was all kinds of like different like niche shit you could do with diddy it's just so interesting because even um Sheik is very similar in a sense where you just have to play Sheik so different from old uh from smash 4 that only now you know within like the last year Sheiks are finally starting to diversify the gameplay from smash 4 and not really attach it to that kind of perspective and really just be like okay yeah ultimate mechanics these are my tools what what do i do from here right it, it's when the character is so similar it's hard yeah she can right, right. she can play like smash 4 Sheik. yeah she can absolutely almost can. almost to a t but yeah. then yeah i think and to be fair like both those characters have gotten buff right like i think the initial um, release of Ultimate, and then like you tried those, like you tried Sheik and Diddy, and you're like, eh, like, because the general idea behind that, like the transition was, okay, Sheik and Diddy, why are they good in Smash Four? Is because they have low lag on their aerials, right? Which is a very unique top tier thing to have in Smash Four, because everyone else yeah. there was repercussions for your actions back <laughs> in Smash Four for certain aerials, but in this game, there's auto L cancel, so it was kind of just like. Well, everyone has lagless aerials, so like, are these characters even good anymore? And like, there's 80 characters we have to yeah. kind of figure out. So on to the next. Fuck these guys. Like, Back to the conformity of Ultimate. Every yeah. character is the exact fucking same. Yeah. God, yeah. man, this game. Sorry. The secret to being able to play every character, huh? Is yeah, fact, literally. Is the fact that you're not actually changing anything. Uh, <laughs> I wanted to talk about like your Diddy Kong specifically. Like, I think. Some of my favorite things about it is just like the raw the raw discipline because we actually played the diddy ditto for like a a decent amount of time like not too long ago and i think that was like one thing that was like really impressive is like you know you i think you even mentioned this when you talked about when you do lessons with people like you valued stage control and whatnot and you can you can clearly see that with your diddy like you understand risks you understand like stage positioning you're just very disciplined is the word that always comes to mind like you just have a very strong control of the character i appreciate that i think i do it a little too much to a fault i look at the game That's in a very possible, traditional yeah. yeah a very traditional fighter sense where yeah. like you know, like i'm pl- i'm playing smash like i'm playing street fighter a lot of the time like if my opponent is like in the corner and i have stage control i will fucking stand yeah and i think that that's like not good to do like a lot of the time but like you are always so willing to like go in fucking edge cancel you know yeah. do all these crazy monkey flips and stuff and i'm like sitting there i think there's like a really i mean i don't know not finding to throw any right names was, but uh the, the right guy balance, from i think yeah like the guy from smash 4 that we all watched that was really good at diddy that's what he did he, he had that sick balance like he would go in but he would also like i don't know and i've been like chasing that like oppression with, yeah. with diddy kong i think it's still tra- transferred to this game really well yeah i think my mindset is 
I think it's kind of how the, I view the game. Like, I think at first glance, if you see all the, like the stuff I do with like any character, like I'm always doing the crazy movement options. And yeah. Like, and a lot of it, like I think at first glance, might seem like useless or like what's the point? Like I do a bunch of popgun cancels, wave bounces, edge cancels, you know, dare cancels. But really, it all adds up when you're giving so much information to your opponent. You're doing so much. You're constantly changing yeah. your positioning. That's kind of kind of how I view it. Um, but I think a lot of people, it's like, you know, I'm not gaining any material stuff from doing this. So, like, why do it? But I think, like you said, you know, the mix of being, being willing to do anything while also, like, also being willing to just fucking stand there and, like, control the stage just with your presence. Right. Like, you look at our ditties. You're, like, all in. I'm, like, very reserved. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I definitely will say, like, I do think you do a lot of unnecessary, like... Exactly. <laughs> movement. But, but... Like you're saying, like, it's if you play around that, if you play around that info and think about what your opponent is seeing, then you can mix them up really well. Yeah, it's, so. it's just perspectives, like I said. Like, like we, we talked about with, like, you know, you might talk to someone that's only been playing for a fucking week, and they might teach you something. It's like, it, yeah, bro. it's just Smash in general. That's, like, the beauty of it, really. Mm-hmm. Yeah, really cool. Really cool character. Hate him. Hate, what? hate him hate and him. what playing against him? Uh, I hate playing as him. I wish Diddy would be removed from this game so I would be able to. Move I, on I feel like I'm listening watch. to myself talk about Wario or something. Yeah. <laughs> I just want to move on from you, Diddy, you, bro. Yeah, I'm over it. Your relationship has lasted too long. Yeah, literally, bro. It's, yeah. There's no spark anymore. <laughs> Rob, though, that's my jam. I mean, love Rob. There's a timeline where I just like play Rob or something. But you should. No. You should. No. That's what Zachary did. Your Rob's That's good. crazy. Imagine, like, that's how I know you are trying to win and you don't give a fuck. You drop Wolf for Rob. That is Ro- fucked up. Rob is cool, Loki. You just gotta, like, think about it. <laughs> think about it, yeah. <laughs> There's a bandwagon of hate. Rob is cool. Okay, Come on. I'm not on that bandwagon. Let's get that. Like, I'm, like, pretty indifferent. <laughs> I'm pretty indifferent about Rob. I actually you like kind of like fighting Rob. He's yeah. easy to fight. Rob is the easiest character to fight in this game, bro. Oh, literally. That's Wario. He is. That's Wario. I actually I kind of agree. <laughs> okay, you but, agree, right, Pink? But you have to have a character that actually has the the freedom of being able to do it in the first place. Fighting Rob? Yeah. No. All you have to do is run up to them, wait for them to press Nair parry it and do literally any move out of shield <laughs> literally any move you want to know the reason i have a fucking 80 10 set count against gabriel because all he does is nair and he's the best rob okay sec- <laughs> second best third best whatever it is what it is i fought wadi too he was like i don't know bro all you gotta do is run up to them and fucking parry it's so easy rob guys when uh whenever whenever someone asks me about that matchup, I I always explain it in two different worlds. I'm like, do you parry Nair or do you not parry Nair? Because what I'm yeah. about to tell you is like how you strategize versus Rob. It the first question that you ask yourself is, can you consistently parry Nair? And then depending on that answer, I will tell you how to play against Rob because it's literally like <laughs> it's night and day. Changes. Yeah. It's night and day. It, your your strategy completely changes and he becomes a way easier character to play against if you can parry Nair. I think I have a pretty crazy record versus Rob too. Yes, you're very good. Other than uh, I think the only Rob to is uh, Zach Ray. Yeah, and, and that's um, PT. And matchup, I always right? look back and I'm like, why did why did I do that? Those matchups. 
Yeah. I yeah. dude, Rob versus PT sucks, Aaron. Bro, you need to just play Pokemon Trainer. Oh my oh. god. You're a, fucking, a Twitch Charles, channel viewer huh? to the podcast. What happened? <laughs> Charles, you agree, right? I mean, come on. He's as okay. as a How as a coach, it, it depends. It depends. Are we not watching Atelier? <laughs> come on. Trainer's still good, but I will say Gavin, um, this is this is my I opinion on I brainwashed him. You can't get through to him. You can't do it. <laughs> okay. okay. It's over. Let, give it to me. In my opinion, what Gavin values as a player, he plays in the air a lot. So air mobility is Squirrel. very important. Right. No. But, but yeah, a, a lot of the Pokemon don't have that great air mobility. Squirtle's air mobility is no, all right. All three of them, though. Yeah, like just straight number one. <laughs> Yo, and I'm about to rage. I'm about to fucking rage. Switch your air mobility. It so, does. So that's one thing that I think that Gavin really doesn't like. And even, like, if you look at traditionally what he likes is characters like Wolf and Wario. Though, both those characters have very big air drift. But he, he can also play characters without air drift as long as he has, like, some kind of range to work with. Which is, like, Sephiroth or Banana. Those are, like, Diddy doesn't have good air drift, but he has things monkey that compensate flip. for it. Like, monkey flip. Yeah. yeah. Right? And then, um, you know, having that range advantage always makes Gavin feel safe. So, like, things like Banana and Han, you know. Sephiroth's sword. Essentially, like I'm carried. I'm carried. <laughs> yeah, whenever characters with wing conditions. So. Yeah. Whenever yeah. you get wing as Sephiroth, you do turn into kind of a beast. <laughs> I will admit it. That yeah. better. Fear. Shadow Flare is a great tool for Gavin too. Bro, can we talk about Sephiroth? Hold on. Okay. Uh -oh. yeah. Sephiroth is the most underrated character in Ultimate. Yeah, Literally, top by 10, far. Top ten. Top ten. Top Dude, 10. More. More than that. People are like, sure. Yo, Sephiroth I'll take here. I'm like, how? Bro, he's so fucking insane. And I just want to say, I just want to roast every single person that tweeted when he came out. Eh, I don't know. He feels like a low tier or a mid tier. I was just like, are you fucking crazy? Because if you're bad, then he does. If you don't know how to space or do, because he has weird frame data. Okay. Tried his aerials. This is what I feel like happened. People tried their aerial, his aerials. Yeah. And like, oh, it has lag. He's trash. So like, laggy. Yeah. It's, up there. Oh oh. it's not Smash 4 Cloud. Like, it's what you have all this range but it has like oh yeah my but God. the, the no. thing they don't know is that it actually is smash 4 cloud happening again in ultimate and we won't know it until this guy <laughs> wherever he is goes on <laughs> goes out there and fucking you know it's done it's a wrap i'm telling you it's gonna happen it's with, over i hope it happens with diddy too well yeah. it's up to you man you carry the torch <laughs> it's up to you dakpo dakpo's a little he's playing ddr now he's not gonna do it come on twinkle <laughs> Twinkle lives in Japan. Look, it's up to you, man. <laughs> you need to be the the one to bring both you're, those characters in the light. You're too busy playing fucking Xenoblade. And and you should be busy playing it as well. <laughs> but that is, I will gift you the game. It's another story for another day, guys. Okay. Sephiroth, broken character. If you think he's bad, press side know. B. Press side B. Press side B. If you think he's bad. Literally the only like aside from Mega Man Crash Bomb, but like Mega Man Crash Bomb comparatively to Shadow Flare, it's like the only set play in the game that's yeah. like that powerful. It kills you, <laughs> dude. It's so fucked up. <laughs> Literally, you you get one ball he, on over. them. It's over. You win neutral yeah. harder than any character in the game. Literally. Yeah. It'd be super fucked up if he had a shield break move though. Oh wait, he does. <laughs> or he can grab you. Like, dude, there's there's so much shit. And then on top of that, not a lot of people even think about like, okay, set play, shield break, 
But can he kill you at zero with shield break? The answer is yes. Like, <laughs> oh! you know, all <laughs> minute, like, soccer, I did it in the fucking trailer. Anyone can do it. <laughs> and then, on his lunch break, it's over, dude. It's over. Literally, and, with two controllers in his hand. Two controllers, and he's doing one hand on each controller. Like, people it's keep, just people, fucked up. People keep asking about Nairo Sephiroth. I actually didn't watch enough of it, but from what I watched, it was very what I expected. <laughs> oh, it, was, it's, it was what I it's expected. Fucked. Just you know, killing people. He's going. <laughs> Deep yes. off stage. Yeah, bro. Air looks so broken. I was just like, Nairo, just be edge guarding with Fair, dude. Like, you yeah. can't fight that move off bro. stage. It's so broken. Oh, because <laughs> this motherfucker was like, yeah, bro, I've been grinding on Yuzu low key. And I was like, bro, we know. <laughs> he's, he's over here doing ledge, ledge clinging with the Fair, doing these like side Bs, bro. Who's he been playing with, man? Cosmos, yeah. I think. Yeah. Cosmos, yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. Jesus. Uh, he looked so comfortable off stage and just like. Up B and forward air onto the ledge or onto the stage are two really good timing mix-ups for like resetting yourself off stage. Yeah. Do you have one wing? Do you literally have a third jump? If you miss like the fair poke, it's like, oh, I missed the fair poke. Like, oh, you're going back to ledge. Let me like double jump Nair, set up and like back onto stage, reset all my resources. It's like Sephiroth offensively off stage is might be one of the best edge guarders like in the entire game just because mm -hmm. of how upbeat because when you think of a good edge, edge guard this is why tether grabs are super good for edge guarding which is why ivysaur joker byleth like they can be such threats because mm -hmm. you're instantly resetting to the ledge like fast like you're yeah. doing it fast you're resetting your resources and then you go off stage again it's like several meets all those check marks and he has more options on top of that because it's like oh instead of up being the ledge like what if I'm going to stagger the timing with a fair poke into the stage and then jump from there or drop off from there? Then you have up B, which is literally like wolf up B on like super duper steroids with a disjoint. Yeah. And not to mention this character, I will confidently say this, this is the only character in the game that can plank. Sephiroth can legit plank and you cannot literally about it. It's just it's like it's like a janky. It's not like Meta Knight planking, but it's planking. It's yeah. almost it's almost Meta Knight. <laughs> Like, yeah. Thinking, like you literally can't Especially hit. Especially with one wing, dude. But with one wing, for real. You have, and like how much threat you have, because double ledge drop, double jump, fair from ledge is already like good, right? But the whole point of it being good, it's like okay, usually when someone does a ledge drop, double jump, fair, like if I block it, he's fucked, right? But it's like oh, actually, I have a third jump with one wing. Like let me just like ledge drop, double jump, fair, and then also jump again. Then you have to eat another mix. Like yeah. it's. It's fucking crazy. And because the charged up B hitbox is so crazy that a lot of the time you can afford to do it and grab the ledge without invincibility and they can't do much. Yeah, bro, that's for what, real. That's what really completes it. I think the most yep. interesting thing from what I saw from Nairo Sephiroth was definitely the use of the, the forward air wall cling. Um, mm -hmm. I was like, damn, this makes a lot of sense and it's really clean. A lot of the time it doesn't result in anything necessarily because of the fair wall cling. It's just the pressure and the presence. It's yep. not like you do this and all of a sudden, like, the edge guarding is, like, mind-blowingly broken and, like, you just die. It's just a it's just a nice change of pace that you can do occasionally. Um, I think you use it really well, too, like that. Yeah, I, I, I just think Naro just, like, explores with it a lot more. I think what I was exploring with a lot more, like, because the character's still new, is I've been experimenting a lot with two-framing from on stage. Yeah. So it's like, okay, I, I should definitely give the forward air wall clinging a shot as well. The up B shit is broken. What the Yeah, what exactly. Like, I've been messing with the up B shit. <laughs> I want to see the... I think that the uncharged up B has a lot of potential for, like, mix-ups. 
Oh so no, good. that's what I've been spamming too. Yeah. yeah, like the like from diagonally yeah. down forward, like on stage, like yeah. man. It's like a fox yeah. side B with like you know like the different. That's angles. what I was. That I was actually really crosses yeah. up. Yeah. yeah. It crosses my up next too. statement in my head was like <laughs> illusion that you can go anywhere with, and then Gavin just said, "I'm like, dude, it's that's so it's weird so that good. they like blatantly like made it so they can't cross up anymore." Oh yeah, we Fox mentioned yeah. why Haz isn't here today. He's not feeling well. I think he just got his like one of his COVID shots. So yeah, the vaccine. So he's chilling. Usually today. after, I just got both of mine. But yeah, after, usually it's the second one that'll mess you up. But some it, it depends on like person to person. But it yeah. like usually after you get the shot within 24, like the next 24 hours, it can be pretty rough. Like people will get headaches or he got her first one like a couple days ago. So some people feel fine too. It Progress just depends. Progress is happening. Progress is happening. Yep. For real. I wonder if, like, uh, when locals start coming back and stuff, if you're going to need, like, sort of a certificate, or not certificate, but, like, some confirmation that you got the shots. I mean, right? that, would, or, that would make sense. Or if you're going to just let people just, like, go in. I think... Take their word for it. Procedure, <laughs> yeah. Like, for the airport procedure, you either come in with, like, a with a test that says, like, oh, I got tested, like, X amount of days, like, within this date, right? And then you have that for your flight, or you can not be in that line and just have, like, oh, there's, like, a vaccinated line kind of deal, and you just show your vaccination card and you're good. So I think that's, like, how the airport's doing it right now. So I would assume, like, everything else, would, like, any public events and stuff like that would follow suit with, like, I that mean, protocol. I mean, bro, like, what? What are we looking at here? End of summer? Fall? Yeah, I mean, people are fall. people yeah. are making really good progress. Like, yeah, I think invitational um, events definitely happening around summertime. That's what I'm thinking. Like in terms yeah. of timeline, yeah. um, like very controlled um, invitational events. Summertime, we're gonna start having those, and then I think maybe public events around fall. That's mm -hmm. like full blown, like just regular Smash Major. Smash World Tour at a good time for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah really good timing. Hopefully they waited a little longer, made it offline, but it is what it is. It is that, what it yeah, is. Yeah, yeah. I, I guess they just yeah. wanted like some kind of hype to like build up now. I, I guess. Mean, I guess someone has to like you know get the ball rolling too. Exactly. True. Exactly. Yeah. Kind of uh, just be bold and like start it I up. I think from from the cards they were dealt, they're like doing a great job. I think. Great it's been yeah. really, It's been really entertaining so far too. Mm -hmm. So many like great players, dude. Fucking me, Gunner. Dude, did, you see, got her. did you see that shit, Aaron? Crazy. Was that was that this morning? No, like this is like the a weeks ago. Yeah, a couple weeks ago. The, that was the Central America. Yeah, like oh, uh, Capitan Cito, that guy. Yeah, Capitan. They won uh, over Shiny Marks, Pikachu, and Grand Finals. I think. Really? Like, dude. Wow. Was, I think it was a six-zero in the two sets they played. Yeah, that gunner was nice. Dude, He's nasty. I'm about to main that character. That character looks broken as shit. Oh it's no, so best zoner in the game for sure. For sure. Wait, I, I think so. Why did he say that so confidently? What do you mean? I've played against... I did. I, bro, come on. Me Gunner is definitely... You two... I mean, guys, what do we think? Do we mean like solo zoner? Like, because Pac-Man, like... I think he's a better zoner than Pac-Man, but I think Pac-Man is a better character. I think Pac-Man is a better character than Rob. Oh, I see what you're saying. Okay, in terms of, like, zoning. Like, literally, like, doing zoning, running away, not interacting with your opponent. Me Gunner has literally, you can make everything auto-cancel. Every projectile. And they linger. Auto-canceling, auto-canceling, lingering projectiles, plus, like, all this random frame data, like, up till there's, like, frame six or something. Yeah, and it kills you at, like, 110 or something. Yeah, exactly. Like... 120 Dude. maybe.
Gunner is like he's just super unexplored. That's why yeah. people don't really immediately agree. It but looks, like, it honestly looks fun too. It looks fun. It, it does look fun. Like the Forder. <laughs> yeah, uh, that shit. Going back, like, dude, yeah. You know Doing crazy? that, it, yeah. I got nerfed in Smash Four. That momentum yep. was farther. It was. I remember. But it's just, you know, in Smash. But 4. his other shit was not as good in four. Exactly. Exactly. You like know, so, a lot yeah. of the things are like more refined. One of my hot takes: I actually think Pac-Man is better than Rob on the tier list. I agree. Yeah, so I think that that makes sense just because he has more options. Like, Rob close, falls into yeah. a very linear play style, but Pac-Man can play any way he wants. Yeah. I think also a big lack with Rob is that he doesn't have a good, um, safe multi-hit aerial that you can use a lot. Like, he has up air, but you kind of have to specifically do that. Whereas Pac-Man yeah. has, like, that down air that you can, again, auto-cancel. He has all these different, like, ways to safely apply pressure, where Rob is, like, down tilt if I get close enough. Nair, which is really easy to deal with if you have yeah. a brain. Pac-Man's um, Nair is like frame three or something. Yeah. 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 Um, frame five. Pac-Man air. beat your ass before even setting up a fucking hydrant. Like, yeah. That, that's, that's just the first well part of the boss fight. And Pac-Man <laughs> is OD. That shit lingers for like 30 frames. Dude, it's actually pretty fucking good. And the same. FAF is Very good. good. Yeah, the tethers, good tethers are good in Ultimate. Dodge. That's something I noticed very quickly with Ultimate is that tethers are the best they've ever been by far. Oh my god. A lot of yeah. the time, I would prefer to have a tether to a normal grab sometimes, too. 100%. 100%. Yeah. Like, Even on recovery, time, too, yeah. That last tournament, how many times did you see T do normal get up into buffer grab? Yeah. For yep. Because, like, it's it was it's just that good. Yeah. Um, yeah, it, it was it's, it's pretty insane. And then Pac-Man also, I just feel like damage output-wise, just beats Rob. Right, like you have Galica, you can like you can. Pac-Man's one of those few characters where you don't need to mask like what you're gonna go for because it doesn't fucking matter. Like you're at low percent, I have Galaga. It doesn't matter if you know I have Galaga or Galaxian or that's what I think. I think it's a little better. I think Rob definitely kind of just can sometimes fall into these spots where you're only getting two, three piece combos, where Pac-Man can get a bigger combo a lot more often. But Rob also has the potential to. Like, if he gets a Nair at 30 and, like, it sends you on a platform, you're going to be at 80 like or specific, die. Yeah, the, he has, like, those specific windows where he can kill you, right? With the, it, But, like, it, certain conditions have to be met. Like, top needs to be in hand. He needs to do, like, a, a Z-drop. Yeah. Know, right? So it's, like, certain conditions have to be met. But, like, if those conditions are met, like, zero to death or 30 to death, right? So, I mean, I, I just think Rob is so fucked. Like, <laughs> I'm very surprised Rob has not gotten nerfed. Rob is yeah. one of the just, just like, for the I'm principle very surprised. for the principle of like what you know a lot of people view as deserving of a nerf, he's definitely been number one on the list for a long time. I, yeah, I agree. Just, I just for the principle of like what's, of like what's possible, it's just like crazy that he hasn't gotten changed. I think a really cool nerf for Rob that Nintendo won't do because they're stupid and don't care about us <laughs> is that when when gy- when you shield Gyro, you should not be able to instantly shoot another one. There should be a cooldown yeah. of like five seconds or something. That just sounds Maybe- like something. If you told me that was in the game, I'd believe you. That would make more sense. Like yeah. it should be like a meter uh, visually on him or well, something. The thing is, yeah. too, they've they've done this with other moves. Wario Bike does yeah. not come back yep. instantly, right? Like they've done this historically with other moves. So why not with Top? I feel like Rob Top is like one of the moves that kind of. One of the few moves, only moves that kind of got away with that, right? Yeah, for sure. And banana. I think banana also should work that way, but that's... yeah, like the no, cooldown on it. Right, right. No. <laughs> In my opinion, I think it's a little messed up. It is. It is. <laughs> I think one of another thing, just like I feel like from top level to low level, every player thinks it's a little too ridiculous to pick up gyro too. 
It's just it's yeah, it is very. It feels yeah. like a, it feels like un, an unintended bug or something. Like Maybe. the hitbox on it passively yeah. is enormous. It's humongous. Yeah. It's it's crazy how difficult. I, I I've seen top level players fuck up grabbing the top and they say fuck it and they just dash back and they're yeah. like you got it, bro. It gets to a point sometimes where you have to like suffer like a laggier option to pick it up, like yeah, exactly. doing an aerial on just, it or a dash attack. Just to not dash risk attack getting hit by it. Running up and well, you like you gotta walk up to it because if yeah. you run, you'll get put in that window where you can't shield, and then you'll be like too close and you'll bump into it. Yeah. Then it'll push you back too far, and you like go and grab it, and you're playing this like fucking game, yeah. and like Rob is like coming towards you. It's yeah. fucked up. Yeah, <laughs> it, just, it feels just really unintended. A lot of Rob stuff. But, and uh, if you run up and shield it anyway, it doesn't matter because he gets to shoot it out again, exactly. right? Exactly. <laughs> those, those two things, if they were changed, would go so perfectly hand in hand with each other. And, and then also, side B should literally send you nowhere, but that's just my thing. Yeah. I should B not. Should, I don't mind it being a kill move. I feel like but the move is just I, terribly designed. It needs to be something back, else. It, it should not be killing me at like 30 40. Like that. Yeah. It's like, messed up. <laughs> it's like literally. a terrible reflect, and then it also is like a kill move at zero, so it's like. There's no way you guys thought this was what was going to happen. Like, it should just yeah, be a no different way. move altogether, but, like, obviously that's not going to happen. Yeah, I don't I'm mind killing it, like, being a kill move. Like, eight, maybe even 80% by the edge, like, something yeah. like that. Like, I don't mind it being, like, a kill move, but yeah. not, like, a cheese move. Well, not the thing like, is, oh. it's one of those weird moves where it, it kills you at zero off stage, but it won't kill you at 80 at the edge. Yeah, it won't even come close. Yeah, so take away right. the base it, knockback yeah, that, and then increase. If anything, yeah. it's actually probably an easy fix if it's just the base knockback. I mean, that's that's why it's so cheesy and buggy. That, that's why we're so surprised it hasn't been changed. Yeah. Well, and another thing, too, it's like even when you do the move, it launches you forward. You drag them closer to the Bastion. Yeah. The, the, the base knockback being higher. I think these are all things that they didn't think about, but like they just made it part of the move, and that's why it kills you. And then I'd, I also don't think that they... They think about Z drop recatch aerial. I don't. Yeah. I just don't think they understand the concept of that. Bro, if you go and if you show Sakurai a clip of someone doing that, he'll probably lose his fucking mind. <laughs> like, I guarantee you, he has no idea that exists. He'll just bro. call it like cringe or something and nerf it. Yeah, literally, he'd be like, "This is an unintended bug," and then Diddy <laughs> Kong goes down fifteen fucking spots on the tier list. Yeah. I mean, yeah. They I took think Diddy Kong gives Rob a hard out. time, huh? It's just crazy because they they hit the Luigi zero to death, but not the Rob one, right? So it's like, did they not? Did they miss the other <laughs> video? Like, who whose job was this? Like, like keeping these zero to deaths in check. It's just, it's very interesting how Nintendo goes forward with like these buffs, these nerfs, and, these yeah, changes. changing fluffy angles and fucking increasing yeah. weight to in child link or whatever. In increasing the, increasing the love on the move. Yeah, the love and the deadly, the deadly, the top deadly trick. It's like, bro, what are you guys doing over there, man? We don't even... <laughs> I was going to mention, uh, I think Diddy Kong gives Rob a hard time, huh? I guess those are two... Oh my god. Those are two characters you are proficient with, so... Diddy Kong versus Rob is probably the most one-sided top-tier matchup in the game. It's so unwinnable. Yeah. Because... Forward air works like Smash 4, where you can just auto-cancel fair into someone. So he just gets abused, and then that puts him in a tumble at, like, 35. Yeah. So he gets tech-chased. You can do jumping in banana into literally anything you want. Yeah. Parry into anything. He dies to all your combos. Like, down tilt, up smash will never not connect, because he's yeah. so fat. Yeah. God, it's so fucked up. <laughs> but the thing is, Rob can win, because it's Rob. Yeah, that's the hardest... That's, that's, that's always the weird something thing I make Rob. sure to tell you. Yeah. 
I'm always telling That's my what keeps viewers, them in check. I'm always telling my viewers, like, they're always like, you play against Rob so much, like, there's no way you'll ever lose to Rob. I'm like, hold up. Yeah. <laughs> there's, a, there's a way, bro. Rob doesn't care about how much experience anyone has. Like. Yeah, literally, bro. And it's not even like I'm playing against Rob specifically for this reason. Rob is just really fucking popular. Like, mm -hmm. and I wouldn't be surprised if I lost to a Robin tournament at any tournament, because Rob will fucking bullshit you. Like, it doesn't matter, like, how much experience you have, but... Playing a, a ma matchup like as comfortable as Diddy or Wario versus Rob, it makes it a lot easier. For sure, for sure. Wario too. Going, even, even after the nerfs, Wario probably still destroys Rob. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the, definitely. Because the waft changes probably doesn't matter. It doesn't matter because yeah. he's so easy to like easier to combo, right? You yeah. can move around him so so easily. You can yeah. force him to do what you want. Yep. Yep. Yeah. But I'm glad I. I'm glad my Rob is at like a good point now because I've been working on him for like the entirety of quarantine. That's that's so now that's. That's me with Diddy. Diddy's like my yeah. quarantine character. Uh, Sonic's with Rob. I yeah, I beat Sonic. I've I've actually been doing really good online with Rob. I beat like a lot of good players. Nice. So uh, hopefully I can transition that into offline. I wanted to use him and Diddy as like a co-main. I think Diddy is a very hard character to solo main. Which he's is a, literally impossible. It's like literally, a right, it's right. like a gamble. Like, it's a death yeah. sentence. Yeah. You you like, need you need specific characters. You might win a bracket one time because you get yep. all the good matchups, but a, another bracket might just be like a a bunch of weird matchups that Diddy struggles with. Huh? I forgot. I re the, the retire the Rob thing, the, the Sonics clip. Uh, <laughs> Sonics, man. Let's talk about that. No, but uh, <laughs> yeah, fucking um, yeah, Diddy's solo main is literally just. And that's not even me being biased. Like, he's just so bad. It's just very man. clearly, like, some terrible matchups. It's just gamble. It's literally just gambling. Yeah. I don't want to gamble. Some of them are easier than yeah. others, but some of them are so bad. I think Diddy is the best counterpick character in the game because yeah. he wins against almost every top tier. Yeah. Like, really hard. Like, he shits on Joker. He shits on Palutena. Like, it's not like a an easy, or it's not like a small win. Yeah. You know, shits think... on Rob. There's, I think um, some of the hard top tier ones are like Wolf. Yeah, yeah that matchup Wolf, sucks for Diddy. I think that matchup's pretty bad. Yeah. Um, Pac-Man. Yeah, Wolf Pac-Man for sure. I Pikachu, I don't, I don't like it. One, there's other ones that I'm concerned about, but I'd like to play it. Maybe I could ask you, what do you think of things like Fox, Mario? Um, Those so are like I, close calls, especially from Smash 4 perspective. I've historically always thought Diddy does really insanely good versus Mario. I, I can like see back, it in this game too. Yeah, back in Smash Four too. Like I was playing. Uh, can I can I just name drop them? <laughs> Other fine, people. Yeah. I was playing like like Ally a lot, and I would like do really good um versus him and then like i don't know i feel like i've always been like very specifically good at that matchup okay as opposed to other ditties like even in this game like you just outspace him so if you learn how to play that specifically like it's just free um i feel like fox and then, is a, a weird one i i'm not really sure i'd like to play it He's so it's fragile, always been like but... even yeah like fox it, yeah, can, like close fox even. is literally like worse wolf in a yeah. lot of ways like whereas like they can both oppress you but it's, like, not as hard. They can both camp you, but, like, Fox is, like, not as hard. Yeah. Um, and then, like, the disadvantage, I think it's actually way easier to, like, edge guard Fox and Wolf. Yeah. Um, you don't have to way be as precise. Mix. Yeah, yeah. So, I don't know. Yeah, like, I, those two matchups, I think they're good. I think Wolf is probably the worst top-tier one, then. For Diddy? Yeah. I mean, I'd say I'd say it's Pikachu, but oh. I haven't... I'm I, I, I don't know. when it comes to that matchup. I think that matchup I, is good. I, 
I think that's just your specific like character that you just shit on. But I also haven't played against Esam a lot, and I want to play against him more. Actually, mm-hmm. um, we're actually probably gonna play like when we're both vaccinated because we both live in Orlando, which is cool. Nice. Yeah, that'd yeah. be super great content. Yeah, I agree. I don't know. I I think I've definitely cracked down on the Pikachu matchup over the over quarantine and stuff. Yeah, maybe I, I need to try it more. But yeah, Diddy. Yeah. I would rather do it with Diddy than Sephiroth for sure. That just, I mean, that just makes sense to me because, yeah, like, yeah. your, your, I mean, your kill conditions are just way more consistent with Diddy. Yeah. With Sephiroth, there's, like, a lot of things you can do in neutral, but there's a lot of things that are off the table. Like, it's just a, a classic case of, like, that Pikachu does all, all the time, like, where you just work way too hard and they don't. Uh, Some, someone said, is Snake bad for Diddy? I think Snake is really good matchup for Diddy. That um, one, I, I, I'm not sure. I, I, I've never thought it was really good for Diddy, but I definitely wouldn't call it bad either. I think it's a, a solid winning matchup because I'm of... I'm doing uh, Sephiroth 100%, so I haven't put much... Yeah, that's fine. Here. That's fine. Yeah. Jumping Banana is why you win that matchup. And that's, like, something about your Diddy that I really want to see you explore more is, like, short hop in Banana into yeah. literally anything you want. Into, like... But you can even do... I feel like there's like, situations sh- where I do it, but maybe not just straight up in neutral. Yeah, that's where, you, that's where yeah. it's broken. Like, you can do short hop banana into somebody, and then, like, right next to them, and then, like, neutral air dodge, cross up behind them, like, turn around, grab. You can do so much shit, and then the banana will, li- like, trip them and stuff, jump in fair, jump in side B. Yeah. So that's really good against Snake, because you you sit in neutral with him, and then as soon as he jumps to a platform, you just throw a banana at him, and then you side B him, and then you command grab him, and then yeah. he's off the platform, because, yeah, easy. And it's just so easy to yeah, condition that. Yeah, that aspect of controlling platforms is something you're extremely strong at with Diddy as well. No, I think that's just my strength as a player is, like, yeah. controlling platforms. Yeah, and... you just don't let people do stuff for free when it comes to, like, um, getting on a platform and whatnot. Yeah, and again, I think I tunnel vision on that a lot. I've too, seen too you, much. like, call people out before they even do the jump, and then you just kill them. Like, that's yeah. just something I've noticed from your Diddy a lot that um, I definitely tried to do as well. Yeah, I mean, you just start need to need to start implementing that more. I yeah, think. I agree. Yeah, it's like uh, what do you call that? Just kind of understanding the respect that they're giving banana, right? It's like, oh, yeah. you have banana. I'm not. I don't want to be on the stage. I'm gonna try to migrate to the platform and yeah. work this area. But, I, I, uh, Aaron's probably just like really strong at that, just because he's been playing Diddy for you know so many different mm-hmm. games, right? So it's like understanding just like the general aspect and how your opponent feels emotionally against the banana and like what they want to do to try and avoid and like weaken the strength of banana and just like being able to apply that is so strong just letting your opponent know that you're not afraid to like let them know like i'll just throw the banana at you even if you're on the platform like i won't just sit here and wait Mm -hmm. charles do you stream you do right uh i i was streaming and then i just the internet was so bad here and i just (laughs) I, I don't know how you guys. The way it. the way you phrase stuff is so amazing. Yeah. Like I've I resonate so well with every everything you're phrasing. So. Yeah. Do you, do you, have you seen Ramsey's like his content? Yeah, uh, I've watched. I, th- I think I would love to see you just stream like VOD review like all the time. That'd be sick. I've been I've been so for me I I was I started streaming then I didn't really like it because I just didn't like playing Wi-Fi and then I started doing like Smash University stuff and like educational content and that stuff I really really enjoy like to the point where I I just 
feel like I'm fully committed to that. And I just want to do that. Even to the point where like I stopped doing commission coaching because I was so busy doing because with educational content to that level, it just takes so much time, right? You got to write the script. Yeah. Write, and then you voice it. Then you act, then you have to like write out a visual script. So it's like, okay, this is what the viewer is listening to. Like, this is what they're hearing. Now, what are they going to be seeing? Then you have to stage all of those. It's a like, lot. It's a lot of work. Just guides in general is a lot of work. But I feel like it's what I'm truly passionate about because I do like doing individual coaching, but just making educational content that is consumable for everyone, right? And trying yeah. to hit that hit that uh, level of play where it's like, I want to be able to teach lower level and mid-level players like the base concept of stuff, but also make video content on option selects and higher level stuff, yeah. right? And get, I feel get like into your, like more. Your favorite stuff to really dive into has always been like top level stuff, so. Right, right. So just having like a balance of that. And I feel like Smash University yeah. definitely given me that. So, and it's like with a team of people too, right? So it's like me, Bam and Paws and, you know, so it's like me and, me and Bam, like, fleshing out a lot of the content and then pause doing all the high level like editing which is like it just looks so good so i definitely really have been enjoying um the smash university content grind and like so far it's been going really good and a lot of people have been enjoying the content so i'm just really glad because it does take a lot of work but you know it's definitely worth it if a lot of people are enjoying it yeah, I would love to see. I would love to see some of that, especially the top level stuff. I think it makes a lot of sense that you're finding this sweet spot of like implementing like every type of play to the to your content. I think that's a really nice way to phrase it and look at it. It's really yeah, hard yeah. to like cater like top level ideas to like because like like there's not many top players out there in the first place. Like that's a small audience you're like catering towards, but you're doing it in a way where like anyone could like get into it. So I think that's actually like really fucking sick like that's something i would like to see because that's like that's the type of smash stuff i like talking about too yeah even the macro of the videos it's really interesting because the first dashing video we didn't have like top level explanations but through the this is something i do religiously as i look at all the comments for smash university and like try to get as much feedback as possible and a lot of people were like man we we like the dashing video but we would love to like see breakdowns of top level dashing and like why they did specific things and stuff Uh, like that kind of bring the viewer to that level of uh understanding so the last video we did was a corner video i explained all the corner stuff and at the, at the end i was like okay i'm gonna throw in some like top level shit right so there's even a there's a there's a there's a corner situation i think gavin plays corner out really well particularly and he knows how to do like the ledge trap. he knows how to do the ledge trap where it's like i'm gonna stay here and like i'm just so good at corner i'm gonna let you normal get up and i won't punish that because i'm by roll but i'm gonna play the corner out so well so there's i actually do a breakdown of you versus layout frostbite where you did this quarter sequence for like over 30 to 40 seconds and it's like i, I broke down exactly like why you made every single decision it's like okay so this fast fall here like hit this falling down was actually a pump fake he jumps back he sees the roll punishes boom boom and so i did that and then i did another example of t doing a corner pressure from the recent uh, Japanese offline tournament and like even uh, explaining like okay so he went here shielded he sees this he reacted to this out of shield with jump fade back do this blah 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 right and breaking down that and a lot of people actually really really liked it so it's like a really cool mix of like okay here here's like the baseline stuff boom 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 now with all this information I taught you this here yeah. is a top 
situation, right? Yeah. Now, apply all the stuff I taught you before and explained to you before, and this is why these top players are doing You're making this it easy stuff. for people to digest that info, yeah. I, I think you're also making it easy for people to come up with their own variations of things. Like, they know why it makes sense, but you're also giving them the chance to do it themselves and, like, find a unique way to view the game. Yeah, I think yeah, that's like, really here's hard. The I think like, it's really just... hard to teach someone, like... One of the easiest things you can do when teaching someone like any form of competition or sport is like tell them what's right and wrong like this is bad this is good do this but and why but what you're doing is a lot more effort it's a lot harder to do because yeah. a lot of people they're so used to like the coaching i talked about before where they're probably going to mm -hmm. come to you and be like tell me what's right and wrong because they think that's <laughs> how like how competition or sports or like learning works so sometimes you have to go through that process of teaching them why that mindset isn't healthy and then you get into like the actual coaching so like i just really appreciate content like that because it's not easy to do like you said it's exhausting so you're you have to dedicate more time than you even expected to it yeah yeah writing those scripts can be like insane and you know there, there's sometimes there, there's some moments where like i'll be ranting about something and then someone will be oh man that'll be good content but it's like it's so hard to like pinpoint that but when when you like write out a script and stuff, it's, it just feels it feels way more controlled. And even I was even thinking like later on, if, if people really like that top level analysis stuff, because that's my favorite thing to do. Because like there there was even one time Void was uh, Void was watching a stream right, and then I was I was standing behind him, and he was actually a, um, analyzing you versus Meme at Genesis. And then like there's a situation coming up, and I was like. Oh yeah, uh, Tweak wins this game with a reversal waft on the left side of the stage after Meme wins this neutral exchange with back air. And then like, it didn't even happen, right? And then it happened, and then everything I said happened, right? And Void was like, wow, you actually watched it that much time? I was like, yeah, I've studied this spot a lot. <laughs> because, like, that you know, Tweak is a sucks for Wario really bad. Yes, it does. does uh, it. Yeah, and it, it was just funny because I just like, he was just like, wow. And I was like, yeah, I've, I've studied this a lot. And it, it's, it's like, for me, that's, that's where my passion lies. So it'd be really cool to even do like top level, and that's something we are planning on doing is like more top level breakdown and stuff. But I also want to have video content. Like, say if I do a series of like, okay, I'm gonna break down a bunch of top level corner situations. But I do want to have that baseline video of like, okay, before I start this, you can watch this video if you want more understanding of corner, and then boom, get into the video kind of deal, right? Just to always give that viewer the the resources of like oh i'm not at this like maybe plane of understanding to like really digest this video but you've already given me another video where i can watch you know understand it and then come back and watch this video and like really get engaged into it because at the end of the day smash is so fucking sick and like really the only thing i want to do is to let the world know how sick smash is right because the more you know about something at least for me like my pov the more i know or understand something when i watch it it just makes it even more hype right like yeah, I think you definitely have the formula set there. Yeah. For sure. I guess so. uh, we're probably going to wrap it up soon, so I want to I wanna ask Aaron, do you have anything you'd like to talk about before we head out? Do you have anything you'd like to say? I actually do. I uh, Selfishly, I'm just curious. Um, on Pink, I, I, I like to keep up with people's, like, plans and, like, you know, like, see what people are up to. So I'm just wondering, like, Pink, like, what's the what's the next step? Like, what's the what's the next year looking like for you? You know, I've always been a fan of your gameplay and stuff you know ever since i started with pm with lucas back in the day anybody remember that i remember uh, lucas the spotlight is on marcus right now always been a fan so i always i just want to know what's next what's the next year why, for pink why is it always lucas uh because that's my boy you've been narrowed with lucas 
down there and there. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I'm not sure. Some part of me wants to uh, wants to stream. Some part of me wants to make YouTube content, and I try to when I have the time to. But also, I'm I'm older. I'm married. <laughs> yeah, I have responsibilities. Uh, Life's hitting. Yeah, and I can't like progress in life if I if I drop like my job for example to stream right or if like I drop right. my job for for a YouTube career which could be successful and I believe that I have the ability to be successful if I were to go for it but also like the position that I'm currently in I I can't the risk reward just doesn't feel yeah, right it doesn't feel correct even though I think um, there's a more potential reward the risk is still way too heavy and it's just not some stress that I would, like want to put my wife through and like all that. So right, um, it's a lack of time then, really. Yeah, sure. Because I can't. I. I mean, I could. No, I can't. <laughs> I yeah, like, I, I feel I like could like drop a couple days at work, maybe. But well, just, even then, that's like things so much there, right? Like, yeah. I feel like you ventured um, into like so many different topics, or like uh, not topics. You ventured into so many different avenues of Smash. But mm-hmm. maybe you don't have time to like really crack down and focus on one. I feel like you've done a bit of everything: competing, coaching, streaming. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. you've done so um, much. I I enjoy I enjoy like like kind of content similar to what Charles is doing, but mm-hmm. I don't enjoy I enjoy the top level stuff for myself. But I enjoy explaining it to lower level players a lot more. Yeah. Like I I don't enjoy like talking to other t- I mean I do enjoy talking to top level players about top level stuff but like I enjoy the fact that I've been in the community so long and I have so much experience and I've seen so much and yeah new players so like if somebody from like my local scene or something comes up to me and they're like hey like what do you think about this I give them a full out explanation because I just I feel like they deserve to have I guess someone to to help them because I didn't really have that when I was when I was coming up in my local scene and I know how hard it can be trying to figure things out on your own. I mean I had a few people that I could kind of talk to here and there but um yeah, I don't know. I mean, I I will continue to make content every now and then like whenever I can, whenever I have enough time. Yeah. Uh, I still practice a ton. Uh I play all the time. Not I don't I don't play all the time, but when I on my time off, I've always been unfortunately a competitor first, which sucks. Yeah. Uh, at this point, it sucks. Uh, but I, I still practice a lot, so maybe I could trade my practice for for content. But it just feels so. <laughs> I'm thinking maybe YouTube would be the best fit for you, right? Because That's what you I was just say, you yeah. can work on that in you know little little time periods, like a little bit a day, you know, and then make yeah. infrequent but quality too. uploads. Yeah, because I, I spoke to Gavin about it one day, and I was like, I don't think I'm, like, a, a streamer. And I, I also don't think I really have, like, the streamer personality, you know what I mean? Where, like, you're all, like, energetic and hype or whatever. And like I don't think you have to have that, but yeah. Stream, yeah, not not every stream has that to be successful. Um, but time-wise, it just feels better for me to, to work more on, like, YouTube content. Yeah. Um, yeah, for sure. So I did just release, like, a video a week ago, but... Again, I'm the only person that works on it, so I have to do all my own editing. I have to write my own script. I have to yeah. record my own content. Like I, I don't have anybody to do that for me. 
And again, like paying someone to do that for me is counterintuitive to like my goals yeah. outside of Smash. Like my oh, yeah. family goals, you know what I mean? So right, it's, right. It's, it's, it's tough. It's tough. I, I do think, yeah. I do think like going, because I, I, I feel like one of the, one of the hard things is like you're doing so much right like you're you're playing to compete you're also you know streaming and then you're also doing youtube there it's like so split so even i just feel like youtube in general is if you have less time it's better and that's even for me that's one of the reasons why i stopped streaming because streaming is a very like consistent thing right like okay like it, it's almost like okay i, I want to clock in like x amount of hours a week and it, it's it's a very it's very committal as to where youtube it's more like okay how much uploads do i want to do a month like what fits mm -hmm. more for my schedule you know even if you start off with only uploading once a month or twice a month that's a that's a that's like a set schedule for your channel that you and you can kind of work at your own pace i feel like for twitch that's very hard to do Right. Yeah. If you only stream almost like impossible. once a month, it's almost impossible. Right. You, you, you got to have like a pretty so consistent schedule. So I, I definitely think uh, YouTube is more of like the avenue in your specific scenario. Yeah. Um, and it's another reason why I'm kind of gravitating more towards YouTube because I'm like, I, I, I'm just so busy doing so much other stuff where it's like, it's very hard to like have that consistency. Right. Whereas like YouTube, it's like, oh, um, I was busy today, but. I'm gonna like knock out some editing and it's 3 a.m. and I got yeah, like, bro, like, a couple hours in my hand, right? Like, boom, bang! Can't out just go live at 3 a.m. for an hour. Right. That's like so bad. Yeah. I mean, we saw Cosmos make a full transition from full-time streaming to full-time YouTube, and yeah. he's been killing it on that platform, right? And he doesn't have to, you know, work at such rigid times. Like, that's always the thing that I dislike about streaming is I hate like having to do something. You know, yeah. being your own boss. Is a is a blessing and a curse, man. Like yeah, yeah. I think something valuable when it comes to the Marcus is he's been a top player. He's he's done a bit of everything to the point where he has so many so much valuable information experience that not many people have, right? Like, yes, I agree. He, he can explain the top level concept. He can perform the top level concept. He can look at a top player doing this concept. He knows this top player. He can ex explain the human side of everything. He can explain why they do it, how they view the game. He has a bit of everything to an exceptional degree. So it's very valuable, you know what I mean? I agree. So making the most of it, m most of it is definitely a great idea. Yeah, yeah. And even like, uh, I don't know, I, I just think, I think you're definitely underselling yourself in terms of like, you know what I mean? I, I don't know, Marcus. I just I feel like you could definitely do YouTube, and even if like I, I, after the podcast, if you want to like get into a call, because like even optimizing in terms of like YouTube meta, it's like anytime you think of a video idea, it's all about like okay, how much manpower does this take, right? And even even when I talk to Gavin or Void about their YouTube content, right? Like you always want it to be, especially if you're a consistent streamer, it's like okay, how how do how do I like copy paste? my content from twitch to youtube like how do i make that as easy as possible for my editors so it takes less time or if you're you're your own editor how much uh effort does it take editing wise right like that's why i think ranting videos are like broken as long as you know what you're visually going to show to your audience mm -hmm. right even even for void when he did the video that was like uh the view concept of the tweak right it's like oh i just i noticed gavin likes to do very specific things in specific, specific situations i was like okay perfect so start up your stream have like those specific scenarios ready on like a google tab right um on a chrome tab and then just go just like go for it like and have like the twitch chat is another great thing to have like 
you know, as on for a YouTube video, right? Like yeah. people just say funny shit, lol, I whatever, right? I haven't tried that yet, like having it right. on and the screen. Like, just just be like, okay, guys, I'm gonna start a YouTube video. Hey, what's up, YouTube? Blah blah blah. This is the tweak. Um, you know, he likes to do the show. Check it out. And like, you already have usually, uh, right? So <laughs> what realistically, what does your editor do? They just chop, chop, boom. That's a like, ba ba boom. YouTube video, easy clap. Like almost no editing. All you have to do is like think of the idea, and because like realistically, Marcus, like. Even even in terms of coaching, I respect your opinion a lot. I love talking to you about the game. I've learned so much about Smash from you, so you know a lot about the game. Like you could literally make like a ledge trapping video. Like you can make a video on almost any aspect, right? And you could literally like, oh wow, I'm gonna talk about ledge trapping. Let me let me like do some. Let me watch some top level Smash. Yep, that ledge trap was good. Timestamp that. Boom. Timestamp that. Bang. All right, cool. Ten ledge traps. I'm gonna break them all down, and I'm gonna like say why they're good, why they're bad, or even yeah. just like kind of for this ledge trap, I'm gonna explain like why this particular aspect of ledge trapping is good. Next one, next one, boom. That's a YouTube video. And you it's just easy go, content. Go. Yeah. Through yeah. all of them, you talk about Smash. You're already fucking really good at that. <laughs> You're good at <laughs> talking about Smash and teaching people. You know what I mean? Because of all that experience and stuff like that. So, um, and I think, like I said, for you focusing on YouTube, like focusing on YouTube and making it as least time consumable as possible for your particular situation is what would be good right because it's like oh you know you're busy with full-time work schedule and stuff okay let me try to find like content that i can maybe do maybe weekly or bi-weekly but it's just very less work intensive in terms of like um video editing because that's where the main bulk of the work is for youtube right is the video editing yeah. and then other than that the ideas and the thumbnails and all that stuff they, they don't take much work they just take more like Oh, if you're at work, and this is something I used to do a lot too when I was like working construction and doing Smash 4 and Smash Ultimate at the same time, or doing my other jobs, it's like at my jobs, I'd be thinking about YouTube content and all that other stuff, right? Especially if I'm like, you know, if I'm doing something mundane for construction, I'm like sanding something down. I'm like, oh, well, this doesn't take much mental effort to do. I'm just sanding up. <laughs> like, what am I going to do for the next video or whatever, right? What's the next video for Voice Channel or whatever, like stuff like that. So, yeah, I mean, obviously, it, after podcast or whatever if you, ever, if you ever want to get into a call about that kind of stuff like yeah i, I could definitely shoot around ideas and stuff like that good guy charles <laughs> <laughs> helping out his fellow competitors the, the the thing about like smash content the world of content the way i always think about it i always want to elevate as much of the content creators in smash because it's it's not really a competition you're more so just trying to grow the viewer base of that yeah like, that's true it, if you get smashed to the point where it's like the largest thing viewed on YouTube, which is obviously it's very far from that, but like, you know, um, smash YouTube, that's probably one of the bigger places for smash is on YouTube, right? There's a lot more casual audience and stuff like that, or even get smashed to the point where it's like a, a very huge game viewed on Twitch, like consistently kind of deal. Like just growing the viewer base of your game is more important than like trying to hold back information from your like competitors, right? At the end of the day, like everyone's like a team trying to build up the base viewership of game that's how i view it at least well we're probably actually gonna spend a couple hours that went by pretty fast uh yeah for real uh, thanks you're great yeah this episode was very unexpected honestly not surprised it was as all over the place as it was because aaron is like one of the (laughs) definitely one of the most entertaining people (laughs) to hang out with uh really interesting I really yeah, enjoyed, man. Yeah. Wait, what that were was. Topics? What are we talking? There were no fucking topics. Oh, they were fun as fuck to talk. <laughs> we we, we talked, talked about, about my chips and my Pokemon cards, <laughs> dude. 
that's that's my that's my thing, man. With with the with with life, and I, I try to get people out of their comfort zone, but not in a way that makes them uncomfortable. Yeah, like yeah. I like I like learning about people. I love learning about people. So yeah. when I when I have the opportunity to talk to you guys, like um, I want to know I want to know about you guys. Yeah, I, you know exactly. I don't want to talk about. I mean I love talking about Smash. I feel like it's Aaron great. Was the host, not even a guest. Like Aaron, Aaron was the host. <laughs> yeah, I tried not to do that, but <laughs> it was nice. Oh, it was you're really good at it. No, honestly, I appreciate it. I'm guys, I'm giving the show to fucking Aaron. <laughs> if yeah, I mean if you ever if you if you were ever if if you will ever let me back, I'm oh, yeah. I'd love to of course. I would love to hang out. I mean it's it's fun. Aaron I hope you guys enjoyed it. See and then and then Void just just in the background. It, it was actually, actually that was true. Cool. True, chocolate. You're right. You're right. Aaron talks. Yeah, I'm still in the idea. If they don't, if they don't let me back, then Aaron answers. There you go. Aaron answers. <laughs> Tweet talks. Aaron answers. Oh my god. All right. Well, Beautiful. I hope you guys enjoyed. I hope you guys have a good day. Uh, we upload this to Spotify uh, tomorrow. We we do the the. Twitch one on Saturday, we upload it to Spotify Sunday, and then we put it on YouTube on Monday. So, thank you guys so much for watching. I hope you guys have a good one. Thank you so much to Aaron. <laughs> thank and, you. Uh, and Void for always showing the, having a cameo every episode. This is not your moment, Void. Yeah, come on, this is about Tweak talking. What the heck? Come on, man. <laughs> okay, peace out, guys. <laughs> Infinite stuffed animals. <laughs> <laughs>